real ones know. Look at me and Rebecca bouncing her head. Delvin's no. damn fake Nintendo fan. He has no idea what he's listening to. Right. I mean, no clue. To, to be oh, fair, I couldn't hear the music because it's still doing yeah, that thing. Where, like, I... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 2023 PSVG's wrap-up show. Uh, we are starting almost 30 minutes behind schedule. <laughs> that, that is any indication of what a fucking mess this has already been. <laughs> we've lost people. We've lost browsers. We've lost routers. We are on a roll. Um, I'm your man. But we're here. Tonight. It's working. <laughs> yes, Donnie Reese joined by PSXP's Holiday Haley and Beggles. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Beggles. I am here so I don't get fined. <laughs> um, repping board with video games, Kyle makes his first holiday entrance. Welcome to the show, sir. I was told there'd be punch and pie. Mm, you have to check in the other room after the show. I think oh, dang it, okay. it might be over there. And then uh, my partner in crime, Miss Holiday Rebecca. What's up? Hi, I'm mostly always to blame when anything is ever late. If you ever want me to Florida. be somewhere, what Florida? Florida entered the chat and it all went to shit. That is accurate. <laughs> like the blame that is, is 100% true. on one side here. There was no accurate. problem until Beggles joined us. Right, this okay. this call connected to Florida and then it all went south. It's <laughs> like Ron saw it and Listen. was like, absolutely not. We but cannot to afford fair, to lose more people, so so don't true. say anything bad about Beggles. <laughs> to be fair. Must like everything in my life. A woman involved, I'm here. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Rebecca's the one that brought him. Yeah. Like, Our milkshake called, brought you to the yard. Is that what you're saying? A guy called, like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Thank That's you, what Dev said. They're like, call, tell Rebecca to do it. Like, ah, oh, shit. Um, I was begging on my hands and knees for Dev to be here. That wasn't he was matter. like, I'm yeah. busy. You have yeah, no power like, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sway there <laughs> at all. <laughs> Jeff's so, like, nah, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was never. That was never going to happen. Uh, we may have more surprises in the show, but for those of you that have listened to PSVG and have never caught one of these, this is our year-long wrap-up show. We've been doing this been a PSVG tradition. I have no idea how many we've done in the four or five of these in a row. So uh, yeah, every year we try to get. The idea is that we get everybody on a call. And everybody usually turns into four or five people. Yeah. <laughs> like we can never quite get everybody, but we, we we still try. We try every year. Um, for those that podcast with me, we haven't podcasted in a little bit. We've been off a couple weeks. Um, and then board of video games, you guys haven't posted a new show quite yet, right? Not for the month. We record actually next Friday, so there will be one nice. out the day after Christmas. And then same for XP. So we really haven't talked on microphones in a minute. How's everybody been? How, how are you enjoying the break? How's 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 life been treating you? Uh. I just finished my last shift until the 29th. I wasn't nice. supposed to work till January, but I got a gas station scheduled on the 29th. So better than the 25th. I mean, yeah, but they don't they don't want us working on holidays because then they got to pay us overtime. So sure, sure. <laughs> I've been uh, this snuck up on me. I thought this was next week. Not even lying. Like I was sitting there and I was just like, "Is that? When are we doing that? Show? Is that tomorrow?" And I was like, "Oh, it is tomorrow." Yeah. <laughs> so it really snuck up on me. I haven't um. I haven't been playing very many games um, in the break. I honestly haven't been all that tuned into what's going on in games. <laughs> like, like, like I've really been like kind of working and then doing the Christmas stuff and the family stuff. So it's, it's off been a nice the little, grid. It's been, it feels that way. I feel Amen. more disconnected than I normally do. What are you Bex? What you been up to? Oh, work is always so stressful this time of the year leading yeah, up to holiday break. Yeah. It's always so busy. So many deadlines because you can't, you know, 
stuff do before the new years and then just kids are just so the behaviors are off the walls so it's very busy i come home and i cry and i nap and then i go back to work but i've been having fun on my steam deck lately uh it's been really great and i uh, it was a a good purchase it was a very good purchase for me yeah i got a cookie cutter though gotta get it I will check that out. Awesome. <laughs> I got Game Pass up and running on it. I got PlayStation Plus Cloud Games up and running on it. I've got my emulators. I've got my my fan games. I've got everything. Nice. Very nice. Yep. Kyle, how goes it in your neck of the woods? You know, it's kind of nice. I hit. I am now officially at the halfway point for finishing my doctorate, so that's pretty exciting. It is. So we're halfway. Very good. We're all just like playing games and being (laughs) degenerates in life, and Kyle's getting his doctorate. Well, (laughs) you know, we. I had to fill up my time with something else, so that's what I decided to fill it with. But no, it's been good. So otherwise, life is good and boring. The the downfall is I am a very boring person now because literally all I do is I work, I go to class, I do homework, and when I'm not one of those three things i'm working on my dissertation so i am an extremely boring person now as a result of this so really everything is fine things are fine nothing is exciting going on unless you want to you know learn about like all the books and articles i've been reading which are probably a dry for most people i don't miss those days i you know we never i never did any of this until after i graduated college and i think about it often I could have never done it when I was in college because that was me. That's that's when I found podcasting. Lot. I started finding podcasts because I was in books all the time. I needed things to listen to while I was writing and stuff. What a coincidence. I found PSVG because I needed something to listen to on my commutes to grad school. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's how it goes. Um, okay. Well, we've had we've had announcements since we all kind of took a break. We had the TGAs. We you know, officially took a break right before it. So we got Ragnarok DLC that got dropped. There was a Blade game yep. that was announced. Um, Last of Us Factions was canceled. There's a new Please wrap Samurai it up. game. So what do you guys think? Anybody uh, have any comments or uh, thoughts the on me- that one? The, the very good meme of please wrap it up. That that image of the teleprompter from the TGAs mm. that's been going around. That mm. I cannot imagine trying to give a speech about like, you know, coworkers you lost during the pandemic and being told to wrap it up. Like that's like that sucks. Wrap it up. We got a commercial to play. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They should uh, have the wrap it up box out there. The Muppet got the like ten minutes long, and the developer. Why did we need a five seconds. minute bit about Gonzo chasing chickens? Because the Muppet. Like, you don't love what? Gonzo. Gonzo's fine. I don't five minutes. I don't need five minutes. Gonzo, Gonzo didn't develop any games. games. They should have made the whole show just the Muppets. They should have given out the awards. Just Gonzo, everything. It Gonzo. already is Delvin. It already is all Muppets. And the you game of the Jeff. year. I didn't, watch. I didn't watch, and I don't. I haven't seen this meme. Like, I don't know what it looks. like. I get it. I understand what you guys are talking about, but like I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's a huge, like very like, big. The Muppets were there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like, like Nintendo, like the Muppet, like the Nintendo Direct, like the Muppets. No, no like the, the, the no, no, like Muppets, like the Muppet. 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 Yeah, the Muppet. Yeah, yeah, that sounds kind of like, cool. That's a celebrity. Yeah, like Gonzo. Gee, the goat. Like, like Gonzo, like from the Muppets. Like he was. I, yeah, I get he it. Was uh-huh. The legend. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but sure, the yeah. legend, Gonzo. Uh, yeah. He, All right. he was there. He was mimicking Jeff for like two minutes, and then the rest of his bit was about chickens, and he chased the chicken off the screen, then back across the screen, then back well, across the As much the as I love piling on the Game Awards, I don't want to turn it into this show. Is there anything you guys yeah. are excited, any news you wanted to talk about, or have any thoughts you wanted to share about? 
Uh, yeah, I'm very sad about Last of Us multiplayer being canceled. Yeah, that is sad. I really like factions, so I'm not sad at all. Like I would have never no. played it, so I can't even act like I would. I, I I said it in the Discord earlier. I just feel like it's a rare miss that we don't like. I've never really associated with Naughty Dog. Like Naughty Dog, usually everything they do is usually like really solid, if not like incredible. So for them to like just cancel a game out and like that just feels very off. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it should have been a thing, honestly. Like in my head. And we've got PlayStation people here, so you guys tell me what you think about this. In my head, I would think at the very least, they would have, like, if they realized this wasn't going the way they would, instead of canceling, they'd be like, all right, let's just, like, turn it back into factions and put it back into the remaster or something. Like, the idea that they were like, never mind. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> that must have been yeah. so I good. Actually, I, I yeah. actually think that that's what they did. I think they took what worked from their development and turned it into the roguelike mode that's coming with part two on January 19th. Uh, I think that's what they did. I think about that. Yeah, yeah. Because, but that's didn't not, they also that's say that factions. there's a new project that they're no. working on? They're supposed to be working on a fantasy a- game, right? A- well, actually, that is the rumor. Yes. Um, and they've confirmed that like there's more than one game in development. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just like they confirmed factions was in development forever. Yeah. I mean, yes, but I'm very much laughing at Josh in the background, just going, no. I think, I think Frisk is being bad, and he's yelling at him. <laughs> he does a better job of yelling. I don't, I'm not the disciplinarian of the cat. He is. Oh, no. Frisk yeah, is I like, listen why. here. Listen here. I'm in charge. I'm the captain here. He's, he's like, my okay, who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're new here. Yeah, but get your yeah. shit together. <laughs> you have temporary status here, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to pile on Naughty Dog. They're like one of my favorite studios in the world. Or at least I think yeah. they're one of the best ones in the world. And it just feels like a, an odd miss for them. Um, but uh, yeah, it is a bummer that it got canceled. I, I just, in all the video games, not just them. I know that they're like the the headliner at the moment for this, but. I always think it's wild the vaporware announcements at video games because usually when we do like our retrospectives, which we've done on, Sh- I've done on Shaq mostly. So like I love going back to like the E3s when the 3DS was announced and when the Wii U was announced. And there are all these games that were like, we're going to put Call of Duty on 3 d and this shit never shows. It never yep. happened. And like video games is a crazy industry where that is the norm. That's not like a one-time thing that ha- that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like and it's in factions is one of them. We had a whole presentation. Troy Baker was there. They showed art. They're like it's coming, and like nope, never mind. It didn't happen. Don't worry about it. Like video games is kind of kind of wild in that respect. Like I'm sure movies get canceled, but like it's not the same. You know, market oh, like yeah. the same movie like right. over and over again. And we've got it, and it just never comes out, and it's just gone forever. Yeah. You know, like that's pretty I mean, rare. One of the most famous vaporware, right, is Agent by Rockstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they all yeah. do it. They all do it. And it's, yeah. I would love, it's a neat idea. I would I would totally buy a coffee table book of games that never that never made it. Like, it's, was, yeah. it's a fat, like, there should be a whole documentary on just these projects. It's a fascinating part of the industry. Because, like, I would love somebody to really dig in. Like, how many people worked on factions for how long? How much money did you burn into all of this before you pulled the plug? You know, I bet it would shock people. They're like, we've spent mm-hmm. $80 million on this game. They invest in things for X amount of time, then they get no return on investment. That's yeah, that's rough. That's right. And a lot of studios can't make it. A lot of studios don't have that option. 
right? And I think that's why we, and I won't name names, but like there's one game that comes to mind. There's a lot of games that get made and the game takes like four or five, six years to come out. In like four or five, six years ago, it was a really great idea. And then you <laughs> yeah. go four or five, six years ago, and it's not so much, it's not as the killer idea we thought it was. It can was. be a fast-paced, unforgiving yeah. industry. You know, it's like, a, we're going to make a squad-based looter shooter with microtransactions. You fast forward six years, it's like, the internet's going to kill you when you release this trailer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it happens oh, all the time. I mean... Okay, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, you see, you, you're catching the drift. Um, but I am, I, yeah, I am, I am catching your drift. We don't, we don't have to oh. name names. But anyway, um, this year, let's start about 2023. And this is going to be our wrap-up show. We're going to talk about our favorite games. We're going to talk about what we're looking forward to next year. But I want to do a quick little recap. I wrote down a couple of he- headlines, a couple of news stories that happened this year, just to kind of put the past year in reference. Um, it was a great year for games. May not, not definitely not so much for game developers. We had a lot of layoffs and a lot of downsizing going on almost across the board embracer lost a huge saudi money deal and it's basically like cut like four studios and thousands of jobs um the activision deal to xbox i think is the like the story of the year and that's just basically dominated the news cycle and we even got more news about that today oh what was that i have no idea (laughs) uh so the, the original lawsuit that sparked microsoft buying it they lost they have to oh, pay wow. out like $50 million oh, or something like change. that in like the sexual assault lawsuit. So oh. Man. good accountability. That's true. Yeah. Hopefully they get their money. Uh, the Wii U and 3DS shutdowns were officially announced by Nintendo this year. That's was, the end of an era. It was coming. It was only a matter of time. The whole Nintendo like dual screen gaming era basically will be shut down. Uh, the next GTA game announced, so that's new, but that's huge, huge news. And it's like first time oh, we've yeah. heard from Rockstar and like GTA in a decade. So that's big news. Jim Ryan stepped down as head of PlayStation. Also big news. And, Received uh, a cookie with his face on it. Yeah, like they did make those <laughs> cookies. Uh, E3 <laughs> is officially dead for good this time. Dunzo. Yep. Rip. Yep. Yep. And I was going to write down, uh, I was going to call this the year of the portables. Yeah. You guys think fair. so? We got PlayStation yeah, Pros, we got sense. Allies, we got OLEDs and Steam Decks and Ambernicks and all these things, Pal Kitties, and everybody's got a damn future of gaming, yeah. or at least the, the current meta of gaming. It's a big part of it. So yeah. I wanted to go around the table before we got into our favorite games this year and just ask you, what did you think about gaming in 2023? Start with uh, Delvin. I thought it was fantastic. I think. Um... One of the best years in gaming we've had in a long time, and that says a lot considering we've had some really good years in gaming lately. It's just like it's been hit after hit, and even the misses are like, uh, oh, it's a miss, but oh, we're fine. It's not like it's not like we were. If you wanted content this year, you were very happy, and I just really enjoyed it. Like in almost every aspect, like um, you had the different handheld consoles coming out, which I love that we have competition in that. Space again. It just seems like the, the whole market is just a new and fresh with ideas, and I kind of I kind of dig it. Even the whole idea of like, hey, you like Atari? We're bringing it back, baby. And we're releasing. <laughs> yeah, and we're, we are. And we're releasing new games for it. We have a a modern Atari console. And we have the original Atari twenty six hundred. I'm like, that's a pretty cool thing, and I think I think that's a sound also with the gaming. The gaming industry in whole is doing pretty good. They're bringing back the Atari twenty six hundred. Like, hey, you guys can buy this. Thanks. What do you think, Kyle? 
Well, I mean, excuse me, I think pretty universally, right? The games this year were great. Like, I don't think there's much argument about the quality of the experiences we were having. But I do think that everything kind of surrounding that, whether it be layoffs, whether it be kind of everything else seemed just kind of crappy. Like, the general culture of being a gamer to me seemed way less enthusiastic for anything other than the games. Like, the games were great. We'll talk about those in a bit, but I don't know. It, it was really hard to want to be invested and tuned into what was happening around the industry because it never really seemed like you were celebrating a win. Everything seemed like everything kind of had a, well was, a was a loss or at the very best, like a neutral thing that kind of depended on, on what your perspective was on it. So I don't know. I It seemed like a good year if you were going to stick your head in the stand and just play some games. It was a great year for that. Uh, but if you were trying to, you know, stay in tune with what was happening around, I, I usually felt worse about things than I felt better about things uh, when it came to, you know, the industry or games as a whole, uh, for, from my perspective, at least. I was going to go last and I'll jump in and just echo what you said. I think that's well put. It did feel like one step forward, one step backwards. You know, even if like a game was really great, it almost felt like it was like maybe online. It was like, you know, toxic or divisive. And it's just hard to really enjoy yourself like it's like in the industry and everybody just have fun um which is more or less the kind of the the true nature of the entire medium is entertainment you know but yeah. i think that's well said what do you think rebecca yeah i think that's a really good point um you know i i agree with a lot of what delvin said that this is one of the best years for video games like content wise um you know that we've seen in a long time i feel like we went into the year thinking okay the two top dominating games for you know everybody's game of the year are going to be tears of the kingdom and starfield and like starfield while a lot of people really enjoyed it and you know it was a, uh, did a lot of really great things it ended up not being so much in the conversation at the end of the year because there were just so many other games uh mm -hmm. you know that that came out this year that people weren't expecting or you know that were maybe some sleeper hits um you know i just think that they're they're right across the board it was it was a really good year for content wise uh, but that's a good point that Kyle brought up too. You know, the the developer layoffs was really crappy. You know, it feels like that was that really, every month that there that was really like stung. new headlines about that. You know, you're you're rewarding the employees who made these amazing games by saying goodbye. You no longer have a job. I tried putting it in perspective because, not that anybody really cares to hear it, but you know, I started on PSVG. I did a lay exercise where I started tallying up like all of them together just to see like, okay, we hear about it all the time, but like really how much is this affecting us? And almost like across the board, it was like probably between like three and 6% of most people's development staff. So it was like in the grand scheme of things, it was like minor. And I think it's okay for developers to have, you know, downsizing. I think it's a part of the business, but dev made the best point of it because it kept happening. It just felt like the news was just that. It was just every week. It was more layout and more layout yep. and more layout. And it just like dominated, and you know, like if it had all happened like in a week and it got by, I think maybe it would have felt differently. But it feels worse, I think, from a macro level. It does. It just kept happening. And it's I still so. happening. And it's, it's still it's happening today. For the people who want to break into the industry, and I think it's not even just the development side either. I know that there were a lot of layoffs with marketing. There were a lot oh, of layoffs yeah. with journalism, with PR, you yeah. know, across the whole industry. I think it's it's definitely uh, not a great sign for the people who want to break into into those kind of jobs. And, yeah. and I mean, as cutthroat as it sounds, it makes sense. We're coming out of COVID. We have like these all-time boons. You're like, it's got to come back down to earth, right? Like people are 
going out. They're doing more things. Delvin's out here looking at mermaids and getting waffles and shit. He's not playing and buying as many games. Like, you know, like there has to be a course correction, but nobody wants to hear that when you're faced with, you know, there are people that are losing their jobs and that just, it sucks. It's like a really demoralizing story. Uh, I mean, like, like on the layoff part, right? Like Bungie's entire social community team was just axed. You right? know, I was going like, to mention that, Haley, and then days later, Destiny was nominated for Best Community Support, which is a little bit of a sting to, you know, I mean, that was some, high that praise was for the team that got axed. Yeah, yeah. pretty tone deaf. Um, but also, I mean, like, like the reason that the layoffs stayed in the news so much is that it got so bad that even developers started, like, tallying up just how many jobs across the industry were slashed, and we're almost at 11,000 this year alone yeah. like that's that's a significant portion and the, the job market real with real lives with real yeah. families yeah. who no longer had their job yeah yep. like like kyle put it put it well like it, it's a great year for the content but man the the development side not so much yeah yeah well let's let's at least acknowledge and appreciate the content that we did have and let's go around the room and do our favorite games as we do every year, we're going to count down from five to one. We'll do this round table one at a time. If somebody mm-hmm. says a game that's in your list, feel free to chime in. Or if you want to hold it until when you bring it up, do as well. Um, this is kind of an open forum. And uh, I'll kick off and we'll just go around in video format as I see everybody. And uh, my number five game, uh, one, two, three, four, five, uh, is, I, didn't even, I don't even have them ready to go, is Planet of Lana. Uh, Planet of Lana comes in at number five for me. Um, you could call it my indie game of the year because it'd be the highest game on my list. Um, I do my lists weird, I think. It's a little different. Uh, Sean and I have talked about this in long form and Sweet Hangs. I mentioned it throughout the year. Um, since we started doing this Christmas show, I started adapting to this new way of doing this because um, you guys probably went through this exercise today, I would imagine. I would do these Christmas shows in the past, and then I have to like sit down like today or the day before and think of everything that I played and try to put them in order. And it's basically just like how I felt about them that day. And uh, it never really set well with me. I didn't think that was like the most analytical way I could do this. So what I've been doing for years now is as I play them, I put them on a list. I have a little Google note that I have right here pasted to my desktop. And I basically put them on the list when I finish them or get done playing them. And that's where it stays. And for better or for worse, like I put it on the list and that's it's, at the time when I put it on the list, that's where it was. And Planet Alana jumped up there. I absolutely adored that game. It was first and foremost, it was gorgeous. That was one of my first and one of my most anticipated Game Pass games of the year. And um, I love the image and form thing that they do. It's very much uh, like an inside limbo esque game. Um, you know, like these heartfelt walking sim narrative adventure games with like some light puzzling going on. It's got incredible music, some really cool set pieces, a really emotional story. Um, and at least for me playing on PC, it ran like a top. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful emotion. And uh, just nothing really quite reached that level for me. So that's why it stayed there at number five. And uh, I remember yeah, you talking about that game when you were playing it. And uh, yeah, I, I'm not surprised that that appears on your list. You really like that game. Yeah. So let's go clockwise. So that would be from me to Haley. Uh, my number five game is Jedi Survivor. Oh, um, I I really enjoyed it, but it honestly, its performance issues kind of like hindered it, hindered my enjoyment of it. 
Um, I got to go back and finish New Game Plus at some point. I I still want to get all the achievements, but a bunch of them got busted with their first patch where they tried to perform uh, improve performance. So like, um, if you remember from Fallen Order, they had like the gardening mechanic on the ship where like you would collect seeds and they would grow in real time. Yes. Well, they expanded that in Survivor, so now it's not on your ship. Like the hub world planet that you go back to the most in the story has a garden on the roof of one of the buildings. Um, and you only unlock the next plot as you fill up that the first plot, then the second will unlock, then the third, and there's four of them. Um, but the fourth plot would never unlock for me. Like it just wouldn't unlock, even if I had all of them uh, there. So that kind of bugged out a bunch of my trophies. Cause like you need one of them, you need all of them unlocked to unlock collectibles on the map. So, um, it's like the the story's great, performance hindered it, but there's there's nothing like just slicing through enemies with um with the lightsaber, the different stances. Uh, I really wish you could use more than two at once. Uh, I found myself sticking to like the dual uh, dual lightsabers and the single blade rather than like trying out like the cross guard or anything like that. Um, I won't get into story spoilers because there's probably people in our uh and our discord or who listens to the podcast who might Spoiled get it for christmas thing. but they haven't it yet Spoiled the whole thing. no no <laughs> at the beginning no no i mean Let's i saved that i saw the movies right yeah. like ray shows up you know blows up yeah. the whole ship and everything like we we, we know oh, yeah. it goes yeah kylo yeah. ren he does it thing. <laughs> yeah kylo yeah. ren we fight some mm-hmm. red people you know yeah. it's it's very artistic <laughs> fight some red people yeah. I cannot tell you how many movies that describes. <laughs> uh, I don't well, know. I, I enjoyed Jeff it. Jeff will be happy but... that that made them at least made the show. No, he's never happy. That's true. That's fair. That's very true. That's that's so true. <laughs> uh, Delvin, you be up next. My number five is going to surprise people because this easily can be my number one. Orange Wild is not my number one. Is because I haven't played it enough as, as I want to. Because I'm trying to beat Tears of the Kingdom. My number five. I was going to say that. My number five, Super Mario Wonder. Ooh. Like I said, this is one of, this is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Wait, Delvin, did you say you pushed off Tears of the Kingdom so it's not in the fi- the top five? I didn't say that. No, I said, I said uh, this game probably would be my number he one. Hasn't played enough of it. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Yes, oh, okay, still playing okay, Tears okay, of the okay. Kingdom. I'm a. We'll get the tears of the kingdom. Okay, but okay, okay. I'm, I'm still playing Mario Wonder, but for what I've played of it, it's a game that every time I play, I get happy. I get extremely happy, and I'm just like in love with everything that happens in the game. And even when I like lose or die, I'm not mad. It's just such a. I don't think I've ever experienced a game that gives me such a euphoria kick. It kind of like makes me giddy when I play it. And this game does that. I just kind of really love being in the world. The world is beautiful, it's colorful, it's bright. It's like um like watching a live painting. And it's so much to love about this game. The and it's not it's not easy, but it's not hard. And it's just kind of like it's challenging, but it's challenging with a point. And it's kind of cool that a game as you're going through the challenges, the game inspires you to keep going on and it kind of gives you little fun hints in the way like, hey, what's that over there? Like, oh, 
hey, little flower, I like you. Thank you for telling me that. And you go over there and you kind of get it. It's so much about this game that I absolutely love. And my, my only, like, like I said, the only knock on the game I have is the fact that I didn't have enough time to play it. I, I want to play the game more. Like, even now, I'm like, I want to play the game more, but I have to finish this. And that's kind of been my whole story for this whole year. Like, there are a lot of games that easily could have been in my top five, but I just haven't had the time to play them because I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom and other things. So it's like... I'll jump on that bandwagon. I loved every bit of the first five hours that I played of Phantom Liberty. Like, literally every moment. Like, it could have been my game of the year if I was just judging on those five hours. But I stopped playing it to play Wonder, and I haven't gone back to it. And because I haven't played more of it, it's literally not on my list. I have omitted yep. it from inclusion because I haven't played enough of it. And, and that's how I feel so, about a lot of games. Like, spoilers, yeah. Baldur's Gate is not on my list, and I played like 10, 15 hours of it, but it's because I haven't had enough time to play of it because I've been playing so much stuff. And it's that's what I mean when I say it's such a great year in gaming. There's just so much stuff yeah. I want to play that I just don't have time to play. And it's not because they're not bad games. It's just like, no, it's, I have no time to play it now. It's because you're spending your time playing Fort Solace, the walking simulator. Yeah, that's true. You did play that. (laughs) That was that was three hours, three and a half hours of my life. I will never get Gollum. I have not played or the Walking Dead Destinies. You you spent your time playing that too. Time for that too. Well, 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 that that is a classic game. It's okay. Uh Look, Delvin, we have to bring that to the airwaves. I don't want to spoil my number one. You can't appreciate the top, right? That's what I always tell Dev. You can't appreciate the gems at the top if you don't sink down not, to the bottom every now and then. Yeah. Right? Like that yeah. gives you a higher appreciation. Yeah, because a lot of time there'd be people play a game, they'd be like, it's a seven. Have you played a three? Because if you played a three, that seven might be a nine. Exactly. <laughs> like, you yeah. play, threes. Yeah. play a three or a two. That seven look a lot better. Exactly. <laughs> I'm telling it, y'all, Dead Island's incredible. <laughs> it's could, really it good. Could a, it could be a one. <clears throat> the day before. <clears throat> oof, oof, oof. <laughs> Kyle, the show turns to you, number five. Well, I do need to say that, Donnie, what you said at the top that really resonated with me because I looked at this earlier today. I was like, oh, I have to come up with five games. I thought I had a week to do that. Uh, so uh, yep. this very well may change before I do this on Board of Video Games in a week. Uh, but I had eight different nice. games going for my number five. And as of right now, at least today, uh, my number five is A Space for the Unbound. Ooh. I don't um, even know what that is. So yeah, neither do I. Yeah, it's an adventure game that came out really early in the year. It came out in January. Um, it's an adventure game um, in the truest sense of like point and click solving some puzzles, but it's on just about everything. Um, it's a kind of this like heartfelt story about um, some teenagers in Indonesia and kind of the experience that they go through. It, it's kind of like if you took a, for lack of a better word, if you took like a supernatural teen drama and like added like a little twist to it um really interesting oxen really, free yeah kind of yes i mean <laughs> yeah. but good like i know that game i really like oxen free as well but not the second does, one it, though right it, second I one haven't, I haven't played two. it's not very so, good <laughs> yeah i haven't played two but it just was one of those games that like i heard some good rumblings about it so i decided to give it a shot and i was really surprised and i i think maybe the the fact that I had no like expectations of what it was going to be, it may have resonated more with me as a result of that. But um, I think it was nominated for like Games for Impact at the Game Awards. But it, I really enjoyed the game. It's pretty short, it's like three four hours to finish it up. Um, has a variety of different kind of gameplay elements that's going through it. But if you're looking for you know a shorter game that has potentially a heartfelt story, um, I think a space for the Unbound is pretty solid. And wish listed, and uh, because. 
Kyle and I, we don't always see eye to eye on, on gaming opinions, but I do feel like we have a ton of overlap on the indie space. It's something I've always really enjoyed listening to board video games. I think I've talked about indie games that you've enjoyed and you've talked about indie games that I've enjoyed and I have not heard of this one. So I have just whist listed it. I, I will say I actually downloaded cookie cutter a little bit earlier. So yeah, maybe yeah. cookie cutter will make so it to the top good. five. We'll no, see what happens. So good. You got to play it. Uh. <laughs> Bex. I had a hard time coming up with my top five, and I think that my number five is going to surprise people because I played this game so early on. It came out in January. I played it so early on in the year, I almost forgot about it, and I wanted to include it just so I could talk about it and give it some love uh, because this was a surprise even to me. But my number five is Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line for several reasons. Um, you know, I bought it because I was excited for the DLC that was coming to it. I have never played any Final Fantasy game. So I was not buying this for the Final Fantasy content. I was buying it for the content that was coming later. The Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross songs, the Mana songs, the Live Alive songs. Um, but that was coming months down the line. So I was playing the Final Fantasy songs, you know, the main story, all of the main stuff. There are like 400 different songs in this game from like, there's so many Final Fantasy games, like 50 games across the board. There's yep. online multiplayer. I love rhythm games. And kind of like how Delvin was talking about how Mario Wonder just excuse happiness. Um, you know, this just it resonates with like it just makes me so happy. The just the the little characters, um, just how happy the game seems. Um, it made me familiar with like the Final Fantasy world and characters. Like I feel more cultured for having playing this game because I'm not a Final Fantasy person. Um, but there's such great music in that game, and this is like like an S tier type of rhythm game. Like I'm surprised that I never heard of this franchise before this game. Um, you know, and I hope that, uh, that square decides to maybe expand this and, and do it for some other franchises as well. Uh, then uh, final fantasy, um, because it, it was a really enjoyable experience for me in the beginning of this year. I also forgot that the game came out. Yeah. yeah it was very early this year on, on 3ds and, uh, what a great, it just reminds me, and I'm sure we'll get into this many times uh, as of the course of us doing this. What a great year Switch had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such a good year. I completely yeah, forgot tough. that there's full-blown games that came out. I'm like, oh, I forgot that even existed. Wow, mm-hmm. that's right. I know. I almost missed getting this one on my list, but I wanted to squeeze it in there in, in the top five. So there it is. <laughs> nice. Round five in the books. So I'll kick off round four. Fire Emblem Engage. I really, really want this game to be higher. Like, I want to put it higher. It's just that's how great of a year this was. Um, I've talked about this game a lot on PSVG and Shaq. And I mean, the best thing I can say about it, it's my favorite Fire Emblem game on Switch. It's one of my favorite Fire Emblem games. I don't know where I'd rank them in the Pantheon. Not number one, but in the top half, probably in the top five, I loved it. Which is hilarious because I was not digging the marketing going into it. It's like, you're going you're gonna to collect these 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 ghosts of the past you know polish rings and i was like what are they doing to my beloved game this looks terrible <laughs> and then i get into it and it's like oh this is not too bad at all and um really the engine upgrades and the change in art style it just it makes the game pop off the screen in a way that like three houses just never even came close to you know it's so vibrant and so colorful um and i really dug the story and it's just i also thought the map design if i could to speak to more of the game i think the map design was way better as somebody who's played that was my maybe my biggest issue with three houses that i just felt like if you just kept your units together 
in most maps, there were like maybe a couple locations where that doesn't ring true. If you just kept your units together, you could just get through everything. You know, it just didn't feel like it was really challenging you in the in the strategic side of things, uh, where I felt like engage definitely threw at least different variables at you um, to think about differently. And uh, I really, really liked it. Again, another game that came on Switch early, and I and I personally think has been completely forgotten about. I don't see it really being mentioned around the internet. People aren't thinking about it. Like nobody's really mentioned. Like there was a full Fire Emblem game that came out this year. It definitely it, has been forgotten. I yeah, think and it just feels it was like so it just early on, and there were other swept types under of a rug. Like that. Yeah. yeah, it was a great year for Switch, and uh, and I definitely want to be one of the people on its bandwagon. If you were shopping for deals. I have not seen deals because I'm not paying attention to Engage, but I guarantee you probably get that game for like 30 bucks. And uh, I would wholly recommend it. It was fantastic. It was really good. Haley, number four. Number four for me is Dead Space. Ooh. Uh, it was my first time playing Dead Space uh, at all. Oh, wow. I've never, I've never, never played it. I've, now, don't get me wrong. I didn't go in blind. Like I've I've seen playthroughs. I just sure no no I no. But like I, the reason I the reason I reacted that way is you are the reason to remake it. Like it is mission it. accomplished. Like hearing somebody this is the first time I played this game. Like that's why they do this. Mm-hmm. So for all for all of us that play all these games, you see the people on Twitter and they're like, "Why are you remaking it?" Haley's the reason why. That's why. That's exactly why they remade the game. That's why they're remaking The Last of Us. What are they remaking The Last? Of Us? That's why because there are people that have never played it. So okay, that's a different you. that's a different story than what Dead yeah. Space is. Which is no, just no, pointing out remakes in general. No, they get a lot of hate right. sometimes. Like, the reason for The Last of Us Part Two remaster is because of the TV show and yeah. because again there are people there are millions of people that are interested in that franchise now that were never around. That is you know, true. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, it's it's far easier for Sony to go, look, they're both available on PS5 than it is to go, okay, so this one's available natively on PS5. This one you have to it's a PS4 game, but you can play it on your PS5. It's just easier for them to have it level. It's just easier to have it on the shelf again. Just here's the shelf. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh but no. Uh so I had I've seen like a playthrough of Dead Space One, Dead Space Two, and Dead Space Three. Uh, I had never played them because when Dead Space 1 came out, I was like 13. <laughs> so, uh, you, that you know, feel like that. Uh, that doesn't shock me at all. It's not that. It's yeah. about right. I, it was it was more or less uh, I hadn't moved in with my mom yet, so I wasn't yet allowed to play games like that. So mm, I got you. OK, uh, so I never really got a chance to play it. Um and then, you know, uh, like a year later, I was playing like as many M-rated games as I could. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I had a great time with it. Uh, I, I've seen some people say that they wish that Isaac wasn't voiced, but I'm like, I feel like they're going to remake two and three as well. So it just makes more sense to have him in yeah, line and talk to all of them. No, yeah. Uh, uh, the only thing that bothered me is that like the Isaac looks like Adam Sandler now. Uh, oh, like he, he's the water boy. He, okay. he kind of looks like Adam Sandler now, uh, as opposed to what he did before. Uh, he looks more in line with the age he's supposed to be, but he he does look like Adam Sandler. Um, Adam I thought it was really great. Uncut Jim's the water boy. <laughs> uh, let's and go with like, water what? boy. 
No, no. I, I know, what, know what Uncut Gems is. I do know what Uncut Gems is. I was more worried this about how Waterboy. I win. Waterboy was a long time ago. I was more worried about Waterboy. I've seen Waterboy. I've also seen right. The Longest Yard. Right. I've seen a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Gotcha. Uh, the Longest Yard. Did you just pull The Longest Yard? <laughs> wow. Yeah. What an obscure yeah, Adam Sandler movie reference. That's true. That He yeah. did that. There was a remake. Yeah, yep, I remember. He, yeah. he did do that. Yep. Wow. Uh, <laughs> hey, Terry Crews is in it too, and he has that whole little dance on the basketball court yeah that is a movie that was a yeah. movie man i remember right now and i wish i kind of wasn't but yeah yikes. This, but then you know a goddamn move off that blacklist what is like <laughs> hang on what is the what's the action movie that has like sly stallone and like all the action here is expendables yeah the longest yeah. yard was like the b movie expendables like 10 years before the expendables. it's just yeah. like everybody yeah. that like kind of was in a movie yeah. but yeah. Like not quite like they're yeah. at that level they're like yeah, we yep. can't get Stallone. It's like, what about Sandler? Can we get Sandler? I'm like, we can get Sandler. You know. <laughs> yeah. I had a great time with it, but you go back and watch it now, and it's like, wow, this did not age well. <laughs> most Sandler movies don't age well. Yeah. That's not You're, true. Okay. Come That's on, not true. Gilmore's incredible. Happy That's Gilmore is great. Great it's movie. It's incredible. Are you too good for your home ball? This <laughs> Will Sasso. You hit that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, anyway, Dead the, Space. The, the, the sound design on Dead Space <laughs> is incredible. Uh, the weight of the stomp on that you do on the Necromorphs is just great, and it's, a lot it's of always stomping. fun. To, it's a lot of oh, stomping, yeah. like a Kurt yeah. Franklin. But it, it's it. <laughs> it's uh, it's very fun to you've stomped them to the point that their limbs break apart, <laughs> and now you're fine. <laughs> I was about to do about to do quotes and stuff. I think music videos and <laughs> come oh, on, was, Delvin, don't be uh, jacking up the show like that. I was going to say, "TP on your whip, man." Fire their limbs back at them to pin them to the wall. It's great. I had a great time with it, and uh, I'm, and I'm. They asked, they sent out a survey to people who bought it, going, "Would you buy a dead? Like, would you want Dead Space Two remade?" And I was like, "Yeah, I, I want that." So. I assume at some point that'll be a thing, but they're that team is currently working on Iron Man, so Oh yeah, yeah they are Iron Man. Man. Let's do Iron yeah. Man instead. That works. Yeah. Do Iron Man. Yeah. So Yeah. You're up, Delvin. Do you My want a revolution? Four... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my number four is gonna shock a lot of people because people hate it. You said it was number five. You can't keep saying it. You can't you can't shock us with every one of them. Well, I'm gonna uh-huh. shock with almost every one. My my three, <laughs> my top can. three. Well, I don't think my top I think my top three are safe, but the five and four, I think, are the ones. Well, five you already heard. Four is gonna shock people. Four spoken. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's good. Okay. Well, I was afraid it. you were gonna say Detective Pikachu. Oh no! <laughs> I should have said Detective Pikachu. <laughs> where? Hang on. Where did Detective Pikachu end up on your rankings? Not in my top ten. One what about top 20? 30, 40? Like where? Where? Twenty five. Twenty five. And I might have played twenty five games this year. <laughs> we warned you. For, uh, tell us about Forspoken. Yeah, I absolutely love this game. I know people. Uh, I don't think people. I don't think people play this game. I think this is a super fun, entertaining story that is kind of like I kind of really dug what they did with this game. The traversal is pretty fun. Uh, I enjoyed the world. The world's a little empty, but it's a reason for the world being empty. And when I was playing it, I was so engrossed by the story and what was going on with it, and kind of like. It's kind of like how you feel about the um, Assassin's Creed games, how you got to go to certain areas, the cloud areas and stuff. I found myself 
wanting to do that with this game. Like, all right, there's a certain area, got to clear all these these monsters and stuff like that. And I found myself kind of just really getting engrossed in it. Kind of felt a little bit like Attack on Titans. Like this kind of empty world, but these like monsters are kind of traversing around it. And you have this, you're with, it's, you're with this young woman who has this like, hey, Garrett. Oh, hey. Welcome to the show, Garrett. We're on number four. So you're yeah. like, you're here at like basically the top of the hour. We can get yeah. you in real quick. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. That's nice. <laughs> it's going to be a long cool. show. It's yes. going to be a very long show. Sounds good. How you guys been? Good. Good. I'm talking about Forspoken. Why? Because I love it. It's Why is it in this list? Like, <laughs> because it's a fantastic Oh my movie. gosh, she's coming in and wrecking everything. Just destroying the show already. <laughs> this, this no sets we... it up. He's like, I know people talk bad shit about it. And Why? Why are we Welcome back, Garrett. Sorry, I had a trash on Pig in the Kool-Aid. Miss you guys too. All right, Delvin. What's what's your number three? Detective Pikachu. No. <laughs> okay. It's, it's number twenty-five. It's like the 25. jokes write themselves at this point. Right. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. It's like you never left, yeah. Garrett. It's like you've been here the whole time. Goddamn. There you go. Great chaos. You should have right, gave out this link, Donnie. Set <laughs> right, right. it to four people just left it at that. <laughs> All right. Forspoken. I, I, I love it. I think it's a yes. great story. I think it's uh, very engrossing. I I kind of like did the character building in the world. A lot of surprise elements in the game. I know it's a slow start, but once you get into the feel of it, it's kind of it's really dope. It's really cool. I really enjoyed the story a lot. I think this game gets a lot more hate than it deserves. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, I mean, I've got a theory on that. I, I think it, I mean, obviously I think you compare it and Immortals together. And I think what they can both be evidence of is how hard it is to launch a new IP. Yeah. Like I, I myself was interested in it. You know, I told you that before I was interested in both of those games. I did not buy either one of them because it felt like, you know, like a bet on something on the unknown, you know, like I, I wonder if developers ever think to maybe reevaluate these sorts of things and maybe look at something like a PlayStation plus or a game pass and be like, Hey, we're launching a new IP that nobody's ever played before. Yeah, you know, like let's let's get them into this and let them see what they're doing as opposed to being give us seventy dollars for this game you have no history with. And as much as I would love to support I new IP, I can't buy every game on day one. I don't have the means to do that. And eventually you do get I mean, at least I do. I want to speak for you guys. Eventually I do get squeezed and having to pick one versus the other, especially in a year where there are so, so many games that many I want to play. Games. You know, so like I have forespoken on my wish list, just like I have Avium. They're both on my wish list, and I will get to them when the price is right and the time is right. And unfortunately, for the way de- game dev goes, these studios get closed because of people like me. <laughs> like, like yeah. they can't sell the damn. I and I feel that. bad about that, but like it's, it's not your it's fault. Just, yeah, it's not my fault. It's like I was playing something else. Um, so I think a large part of the, you know, the defense that you have for a game like that is that people just aren't willing to wrap their arms around something they don't know they're not going to not play you know call of duty or resident evil or something that they love to play something they have no no history with and, hey, and that, that is also my thing let me say this before we move on that's also my problem man my, my problem with it the fact that we always want new things but we don't support new things so we can't really get mad if we get the same game over and over again the same franchises because the new franchises try to come out 
we don't support them. And that's kind of a catch-22 with things. Yes, it's a new franchise. It's kind of hard to bet on it. But at the same time, if we don't bet on these new franchises, give them a chance, then they won't have room to grow. And then we don't get new franchises. Then we're getting... Yeah. Hey, why are they and doing we the, get the Last game? of Us three times in yeah. five chicken years? Or, it's the chicken and the egg part. Yeah, four. Yeah, Boom. and then we're like, hey, why are they just doing this established franchise? Why are they making RoboCop into a game? It's because people know RoboCop. So <laughs> hang on, but I, I will push back a little bit. Is maybe developers need to rethink about how they introduce the new franchise? Because it's not that I don't give new IPs a try. No, it's not cookie, our fault. I bought Cookie Cutter today. Completely blind. I saw a trailer and I was like, I'm going to buy it. But Google it also it wasn't $70. There you go. I agree and with that too. You sold one copy of Cookie Cutter today as See? well, Donnie. So there you go. You're helping out. <laughs> so you just have Donnie just promote the games. <laughs> and and I would say like the games list that I have, I've played almost 50 games this year. A lot of these are new IPs to me. But again, they weren't asking for $70. Yeah, that's the so thing. Like, yeah. Maybe if you're trying to launch a new IP, like I said, lean on subscription services make extensive demos, uh, maybe make shorter games, release them at budget prices. Like maybe game dev needs to rethink how they do this. Maybe don't launch a brand new $70, you know, expansion. I agree. Franchise it's not sustainable. And we're only going to have like 10 franchises by the, you know, by the time. Yeah. And I'll don't do launch it like next to, you know, like Metroid and <laughs> dead Island. And then like all these other games that do have, you know, like some history. Don't maybe don't do that. Yeah. Don't launch your brand new IP next to Mario. It's not super smart, guys. Or Madden. I you know, like that too. Yeah, yeah. Like there's maybe blame to go around. I've yeah. seen Forspoken on sale now for like twenty bucks or it's something like that. The, that's that's a good price. And then actually, you know, Ryan from Carpool Gaming told me he's been playing it too. It's improved a lot, like updates performance wise. It's like nice. top notch now compared to launch. And that's so, something Sean keeps yeah. bringing up. And I think he's kind of ahead of the curve on. Uh, yeah. That's another thing. You launch this game. We, how many games have launched this year that were not Bro. great on day one or day 51? A lot. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're great on day I mean, 180. I mean, <laughs> you know, look, at, like, boom. look at my top, look at my number five, Jedi Survivor. It's still not great. Like, like yeah. it's. As far mm-hmm. as I know, like you cannot get a stable sixty in that. Game I don't think the the industry from a marketing side has really adapted to the. It's a lot to ask somebody to just blindly give you money on day one. Yeah, you know, like you kind of have to have like a super fan there. Otherwise, you know, people are skeptical. They've been burned a lot. They've been burned a lot. Whether the game was good or bad or just broken, they've been burned a lot. So we're going counterclockwise. So that would bring Garrett in. Okay. Garrett, why don't you good. catch us up on your number five and number four, and then we'll get back to Kyle and keep going. Sure. Sounds good. Um, I actually, it was about half and half game, half games I've played like released this year. And then half of these games, I, you know, it's from way before. Um, sure. But my number five is actually a, a good one and unique one for me. I'm not a big Resident Evil fan at all. Like I, I don't get into the franchise at all. But it's like this is the game you need to, you know, play and, and go through. And I did this year. That's Resident Evil Two, the remake. Um, Very good game. Yeah, I, I went was waiting that. for you to say four. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Later. Oh, it's, it's it's coming back. It's coming. Just hang in there. Yeah. Um. No, this was a good one from top to bottom. Um, I again, I'm not a big Resident Evil fan, 
and I didn't really know the kind of the gameplay cater like at the time. So I was just coming in fresh and man, I what a treat that game is. The level design is just impeccable going through from puzzle, like like area to area is just so many different puzzles. I love the inventory management. I like the campiness of the characters and the dialogue and the conversations between one another. It doesn't make sense, but at the same time, it totally makes sense. Um, I like the zombies in there. Um, but yeah, it's just overall really cool game. I'm glad to experience it. And of course, I'll play Resident Evil 4 mm-hmm. later. Uh, I, I gotta sure. ask you, yeah, how did you feel when that moment flipped on its head and X was able to enter the main part of the station. Oh, I, I was I was scared. Like like I, I was just like shitting my pants. Like I oh, know I am going the <laughs> other way. What really bothered me with X was that he like barged into the middle, like in the foyer atrium level, and just mm-hmm. destroyed everything. And I'm like, this is not. I'm not safe anywhere. So I'm just gonna have to just run everywhere. Oh yeah. Um, uh- yeah, my favorite, uh, my favorite thing is you had the exact reaction the developers intended because they wanted you to feel safe in that main little atrium yeah. area until I'm not going to spoil what, but until that moment happens, it's no longer a safe area after that point. Yeah, um, and so cool. Yeah, yeah. X is going to give it to you. Uh, my other question is, did you do the true ending? So did you play it as both characters? I actually didn't go through the second playthrough just yet. I went through the first okay. one with Leon um, from top to bottom. Uh, so okay. I guess you, you so, could say I haven't truly beaten the game. No, n- um, no, no. no. Yeah. N- none of that. No, n- no one's saying that. I just wanted to know because the ending does change if you do both runs. So like, because. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, like, like the ending you see is not like like that's an ending, right? Like that's the right. ending. But then if you play the second scenario, right? So like you right. play uh, if you did Leon A, you'll or Leon first run, and then right. you're gonna do player second run, right? Um, you'll get the the what's what they call it's in the achievement. It's called the true ending, but like you see more of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I hear yeah. like, you know, with the different playthroughs with the characters, you get uh, a much different perspective, even with mm-hmm. like, you know, the between the first and second run, which is kind of interesting to hear. Um, yep. I, I know, you know, many, many people are so totally into this franchise. So I just wanted to take a peek in and uh, check out Resident Evil 2. So that is my number five. OK, and I'll, I'll quickly go through my number four. And I think Rebecca will like this very much. Sea of Stars um very can i just say that it. is my 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 number four as well so maybe okay we can, cool. we can combine this one yeah sounds good um yeah we we both you know got this game uh played it on steam deck uh what a beautiful pixel art based game beautiful by- this is the number exactly. one most beautiful game of the past 20 years <laughs> yeah yeah like, they, they- it's beautiful the developers did a really good job with the art style and the animations heavily inspired by, you know, classic RPGs like Super Mario RPG and Chrono Trigger. Um, I think it brings enough to the table combat wise. It's, it's a little different, um, but for sure, there's a lot of inspiration coming from those games. Um, the story was uh, good. I think the pacing was a little slow in the middle and then it picked up at the like the last third of the game, which was really nice. The writing was just kind of okay, but the rest of the game was just top to bottom impeccable. I, I really enjoyed 
playing it and yeah so anything else to say rebecca about csr yeah yeah i i agree agree with everything that you said this was one of my most hyped games going into the year as you know and like i am a little surprised that i that i have this one at number four and not like number two to be honest um it's no secret you know the struggle that i had getting into this game because of the writing um and not just like the the typos and grammar and stuff that was one part of it but you know the writing just for as strong as everything else was you know everything is a 10 out of 10 and the writing is like like a three out of 10 so that really brings it down for me thank you um you know, and just like a little disclaimer, I have not yet rolled the credits uh, because I actually restarted it on the Steam Deck, and I'm not sure okay. if I'm gonna if I'm gonna continue that playthrough instead of the mm-hmm. Switch playthrough. Um, but I do feel like I've played enough, you know, to make a fair assessment of this game. Yeah. Um, you know, the just the gameplay, like you said, the graphics, the music. You haven't even touched on the music. It's oh, the like so wonderful. many earworms in that mm-hmm. game. Um, you know, I, I think this is going to be one of those games that goes down like as an underrated title in years from now because just the the fact of the matter is there were so many rpgs that were amazing this year and you couldn't mm-hmm. possibly play them all um you know and i do think a lot of people slept on this one because of the time of the year that it came out it came out like at the end of the summer oh um, it, i mean it came out right after baldur's gate right it so did like there was right so, like bookended by like baldur's gate and starfield and like all these other games um you know but this this is something that i will revisit over and over just because of how good just it is. Like, this so is maybe one of my favorite games. I have to ask, right. did either of the two of you found the now very controversial Gerard reference in there? He there he is in the care in the game from um donating to the Kickstarter and one of his lines oh. is um uh about uh have, need, have any needing donations more donations. Yeah. Really? Yep. I didn't even that's, know that. So that a little little time. Yeah. Little but. uh little controversial now. <laughs> It's it's such a minor part of the game that it's like an NPC that you don't even yeah. need. To, it's such an optional thing. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to a little NPC. I'm, yeah. I'm just laughing at the fact that like his line is, "Do you need more donations?" And then it comes out that yeah. he's done like charity fraud. <laughs> yeah, so. interesting. Yeah. Also, but... the mini game, Rebecca. The mini game. I forgot what it's called. <laughs> I forget what, what it's called it? too. I had no idea. I was so oh, hyped for this game for, <laughs> for the mini game. You do because I could not get into it. Like you need to teach me because I saw everybody hyping this up and I was just mm-hmm. like, "What am I doing?" Oh, because so the game teaches and... you nothing about that yeah. mini game. Like after yeah. <laughs> I forgot. It was and like so in it's... the in the pub or something. Yeah, right? it's in the pubs. Yeah, all sprinkled all around the tavern. The... Yeah, yeah, the taverns, and you kind of—it's like Gwent, you know. You kind of face a, against another opponent. Okay. It's not yeah. card based, but it's like statue based with so it has some Yahtzee kind of mechanics in there where you roll dice and based on the numbers you get certain like attack and defense. Um, but it's a really cool uh, kind of turn based mini game. That I think so much love just went into the development of this game. Sure. It's so obvious of, of that fact. Um, beautiful, beautiful game. Despite the the writing being a little on on the mediocre side, I did enjoy the characters' arcs and like the characters' yes. stories. Um, I think they did a pretty good Garl. job of like, yeah, of course, Garl, and then uh, the Garl. others, Solstice warriors, like going from beginning to end, and like what's their relationship with other companions, their mentor, um, 
yeah, I think they did a good job of like telling the story. It's just the writing, technical writing itself was just kind of the execution was just not there for me. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. Yeah. Good game. My number four as well. Yeah. I believe it hits you, Kyle, for number four. Well, my number four is a game that uh, I honestly didn't know that anyone else was going to have on their list. And I was like, well, here's a crossover. But I was so shocked when it was said that I, I just didn't jump in because my number four is also a theater rhythm final bar line. Nice. Um, I huge fan of rhythm games, and I have always enjoyed them greatly. And this has definitely been, uh, for me at least, the best rhythm game of the year. Um, so obviously, Rebecca talked about it a ton already. Um, but I, I just, did not I, think that anybody else would have this on their list. To yeah. be honest, everybody forgot about this game. I'm so glad that you enjoyed it too, Kyle. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. So if you if you do like rhythm games, if you do like especially Final Fantasy, or even if you don't like Final Fantasy but like rhythm, um, it's a great get. Um, you know, so definitely check it out. Um, it's still something that I I play. It never has been uninstalled because every once in a while I just sit down and want to play through a few songs in it. So um, it's fantastic, though. So I just highly recommend it if you like rhythm or if you like Final Fantasy. Ton of content. There really is. Yeah, so much. You, you will be playing this for like 300 hours and not hit everything. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, nice. This is then for me for round three. Um, so. This is where my list, the way that I do my list, which I talked about as we started, I think kind of hurts me because my three and two on whichever day you ask me, I think I could flip flop because uh, some days I feel like I like one more than the other, but then the, but again, staying true to how I felt at the time, my number three is resident evil for remake. Okay. Um, one of my favorite games of all time. And I absolutely adored this remake. And here's the funny, here's what I think about this remake completely in the end. I think they did such a good job of bringing this game up to modern standards in the new re engine and like more of an action game with the new controls that like it's almost like it is exactly what you thought it was when they announced they were going to remake it <laughs> you know like and it's like it's honestly it's like like we or at least i think some people overlook it because it is exactly what you thought it was going to be um resident evil 2 remake is a very different game than resident evil 2 the way you mm -hmm. control and everything is very different. Resident Evil 3 is literally different. Like those are Resident oh. Evil 3 remake is nothing like Resident Evil 3. Like they're those are just two different games. Resident Evil 4 remake, though, is exactly what you think of when you hear the words Resident Evil 4 remake. Well, Resident and, Evil 4 by itself is such an iconic game. I, the original is, you know, it's almost sacrilegious to even touch that game. 100 percent And since so, the, the days that it was announced. You know, I, I love this game. I, I, I played it and loved it on Wii first, and then I, I got it on Wii U, and I played it on PC. And I've talked about, like, this game, Resident Evil 4 really sets, like, the modern standard for, like, what the third-person action-adventure game would become. And there's, like, a whole decade of games that I think basically owe, you know, their existence to Resident Evil. Like, the, the they, they paved the ground. Resident Evil 4 is that game. Like, so, like... Sony's first party initiative can all be traced back honestly to Resident Evil 4. Like that is the game that was like, this is how action games are going to be for the next 15 years. And that's basically what happened. And I just, I don't know, like I, because of that, I feel like I want to make it higher. Like they did such a good job of it. I have nothing bad to say about the game. I really don't. 
when I played it and beat it, I was like, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's a great game. It plays better than ever has. It looks better than ever has. Like it just is exactly what they, what I expected it to be. My I'm only so happy slight to hear you flaw with it is that maybe they made it. It's like, it's such an action game more than the first. It's so action oriented because of the free controls. It almost feels like it had to be. There's no other way to really do it. You know, and I don't have anything else. I don't have any stones to throw at it. And I'm tormented because of this in my number two pick. Because in my number two pick, I've got stones to throw. Uh, like there are things that I loved about it, but I've got stones to throw as well. And here I have this beautiful number three is exactly what it is. They are who we thought they were going to be option. And I couldn't give it more than I think I wanted to. And uh, it does torment me, but I, I love that we had it. It was it was also early in the year. It might be a little revisionist history, um, but I, I I mean I love Resident Evil Four Remake. It was an incredible game. It is everything I thought it could be, uh, and then some, I'm, I'm so. so glad that you have that on your list because I have not played the remake, but I will eventually. It's just been you know um, uh, so recently since I played Resident Evil yeah. Four, the original, for the first time uh, that I want to give it some time before I play the remake. Uh, but it's, it's just it a great game, and I'd love to hear what you say about it. Yeah. It's been a while, but yeah, I've there's honestly nothing I. Even my like my minor gripe with it is just it's so minor. Like there's no it's not even really a gripe. It's just like a a realization that they didn't really have a whole lot of options. If you're gonna give people the ability to free run and shoot, you gotta do something with the gameplay. Like the the standstill and shoot that made that game scary is no longer there. So how do you counteract that? You throw a mm-hmm. lot more enemies. Like there's a lot more enemies, so it's more of an action game. It feels some like of those more of an action throw game. like hundreds of enemies at you. Yeah, I kind of feel like maybe they should have put in some quick times or some spaces where you could only stand and shoot or something. Like maybe they should have done something like that. There yeah, are be- more quick times in the Ada DLC. Okay, yeah, because like it does feel like some of the original is lost, but but not not a lot. Like it is Resident Evil Four. Like if somebody was like, I want to get into Resident Evil, where should I start? I tell you to start with Resident Evil 4 Remake. Like this is the best of them. Start mm-hmm. here and then go did. play other things. Like again, I have no stones to throw about it. I think it's excellent at every level. It is excellent. And uh, yeah, for whatever reason, when I was playing them, I mean, my number one is better, but my number two, I'm kind of torn on. I'm like, oh, mm. is it better than Resident Evil 4? I don't know. Like it's so clear the the razor hairs. I'm splitting hairs between the two. So uh yeah, my 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 theory for organizing my madness may be doing me in here. Because I can't if you were to say Donnie, give me reasoning why this is three instead of two, I don't think I can. I don't think I can give you good reasoning. It's just at the time when I finished two, I thought it was better. But uh ask me tomorrow. I don't know, maybe it'll change. I don't know. Haley, number three. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying it here plays great on Steam Deck. So it's so there you good. Go, Rebecca. It really is. Another Steam Deck. It really game. is. On that OLED. It's going good. <sighs> so good. Sorry. Continue. Dead Island. Oh, that's fine. Yes. Dead Island 2 is my number three. It's awesome. Uh, so good. I I really enjoyed it. Um, For a game that was in development hell for like 10 years, this game has no performance issues. Like it yeah. runs. That's awesome. Flawless. Like it. Like. For all the games that launched this year and on day one, like they had performance issues, this was not one of them. Even on like, PC, and PC stutter is real. We 
we have so yes. much stutter on PC and shader and Ted Island is flaw. It runs like a top. It is amazing. And it's not like it's lesser than it's gorgeous. It's yeah, beautiful. And it work. runs phenomenally. Yeah. And considering this game has been through how many developers and how many restarts and like, it is the shock of the year. Like I never expected dead Island two to perform well or even be yeah. good to be honest with you. And meandering at best, and it it, it exceeded like, all expectations. Like it's performed to the point that they are actively talking about a Dead Island three now. So like, like that. I mean, they should yes, but like that is absolutely a thing that's going to happen. Um, the like the the game is great. Uh, no performance issues. The combat feels weighty and best like, drop kick in video games. Yes. That's my game award. That's that's what I would do if I ran the game awards. Best drop kick of the year goes to Dead Island Two because it is fucking flawless. My, my favorite is how you unlock the drop kick first, and then they give you the jump kick, and you try the jump kick, and it just feels like yeah, you're like Man. this isn't as good. I'm like this is not as good. Give me the drop kick back. Um, I I love the way that like the 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 skills you unlock are tied to specific cards, so like you don't have them all active at once. You got to like card them out, but like those cards once you get them all together like oh it's so good like um the the weapons feel like they they feel like they pack a punch and like the the flesh system as they call it like i i forget it's an acronym but like i forget what they call it but it's like uh some kind of like it's like fully like i don't know i don't know but it's like an acronym and each thing stands for like shredding skin on a human or something like that but like like if you hit someone with a rake across the back like you will fully see like their skin just cut open and you can like see their ribs oh, it's meaty. Gets... gross it is... no, i don't, li- I don't like meaty. that you feel it you feel it, it's it, carnal. You, yeah it, it's great um you lop off somebody's like, arm there's there's momentum and a weight and a resistance oh, you feel you the resistance it. to it rebecca yeah you, you need a dual sense haptic feedback for that <laughs> yeah. one <laughs> Oh no, that is there. It is absolutely there. Um, you hit a zombie in the face and their eye pops out of their socket or like their jaws falling off. It's oh, it's so Keep good. <laughs> Perfect game for Rebecca. I see. Nice. I'm stressed out. Like, it's the best. I'm really it's stressed. The best. I'm glad it made you listen. It's the best. It's really what happens when you hit him um, with the stomach, Haley? Uh oh, what happens when you hit him in the stomach? Uh their intestines come out. It's it's yeah, great. But- um that's about right. Yeah, that's not as bad it, as the eyeballs. The eyeballs, I don't like. Oh, that. Uh, Rebecca, I guarantee you, you would think it's worse than the eyeball. It is pretty visceral. <laughs> like, um, the story is it's Dead Island, so like the story is not, but like it's the character that I, yeah, it, it, I mean, yeah, I mean the character I chose to play as is a it's like, hey, bro, Irish- I'm out here lifting weights with my bud. Can you go kill oh. my ex girlfriend? <laughs> you know, like, yes. so dumb. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Like or Sounds like, like uh, hey, I mean, literally <laughs> one of the first environments you come across is an influencer house with like a podcasting room and a stream room, and like they have like house things party. to do. Uh, yeah. Well, yes, but like things to do, uh, <laughs> film apology video or like <laughs> some other like shit Florida. like that. And like one of the side quests you get there is an influencer on the roof who's like making a bunch of noise and like talking about how they can't get out to their audience, and it's great. Um, and they just released their first DLC pack for it, which I really enjoyed. Um, and added some new weapons, some new skills, and everything. And the second one's coming, I think, in like February or something like that. Yeah, I'm not paying. I don't, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm very excited for it. I'm I, I'm glad this game came out, and I hope we get more. So, 
Nice. I will say real quick, like, so this was one of the games that was like flirting for my list, but did not make it just because yep. I haven't finished the mm-hmm. game yet. Uh, but it is way more fun than it has any right to be. That ga- the game is so fun. And like, what I did not expect for is how much environmental storytelling like exists in this game. Like for yes. what to just be a complete like throwaway effort, like you'll be going through hotels and there are like every room you go through is like an entire story being told about like what those people were doing like right before stuff happened. Did they try to survive or not survive? How did they try to do it? Like you go into one where clearly people were planning like a bank heist. Like yeah. there's so much environmental storytelling happening yeah. in this game that you're like, this could all just be throwaway, but the effort has been put there to like really make this feel like the a army base. world that was living in. Yeah, it's really oh, really the cool, army base one is good. Base uh, is I really, I really beach. like. Um, I, the yeah, the is beach good. is good too. Yeah. But I, I really like the uh, the one room in the hotel where like they were clearly like about to get married or whatnot, right? And uh, yeah. it, yeah. it and like there's just blood everywhere, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> I mean, it's boosted on my list. Um, I mean, I'll save it, but yeah, it hit at the right time. I was playing Alan Wake 2 and just honestly just pushing a rock up a hill. I was like, okay, I get it. People think this is fun, like, but I'm not having this much fun. And I'm kind of bored. And I was like, I just don't want to keep playing this. And I was like, I want to play something else. And it was like, Dead Island 2 is on sale. And I was like, I've been waiting on that sale all year long. And I bit and I was like, this is exactly what I needed. Like it was the perfect antidote to how I was feeling. I was like, one game looks great, but isn't fun. This other game is so much fun, like super dropkick. Like I'm going to throw a battery at people and lop off people's arms on the machete and dropkick people into a pool and electrocute a hundred people at once. Like it's so much fun. Just dumb, oh, silly fun. Speak- Speaking of drop kicking people into the pool, the hotel pool filled with acid, and you find the notes about what yeah. they were doing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I'm glad it made your. I'm glad it cracked your top five. It didn't crack my top five, but I'm, I'm glad it cracked somebody's. Oh, you know me. I loved that game. I just platinumed it, right? So it is probably if I would, not that we give out superlatives, but if I was, maybe the most surprising game, maybe like exceeded expectations the most, um, for sure. That's a good one. Delvin? My number three is Resident Evil 4. Ooh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I love the original version of it, and this is more of the same, but it's fresh enough to feel unique and different. I I like the whole... Because, you know, for those who played the Resident Evil... I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. For those who played the Resident Evil series, one, two, three were like the heavy horror based yeah. in the mansion thing. Once you get yeah, to four, but... it kind of shifts to a more of an action feel. Definitely. Yep. And this one does it too, but it does it like in a more of an extreme way. And I think yeah. that's why, sorry to interrupt you, but I think that's why two Resident Evil 2 and 3 Remake feel like different games. Yes, they do. Like they don't feel like Resident Evil 2 Remake. It's like a, just a different ver- it's like, like a reimagining of Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Resident Evil 4 feels like a remake of the original Resident Evil 4. Like yeah. It plays differently, but like it still feels like Resident Evil 4. 2 and 3 feel like Resident Evil 4. Well, yeah, let, but 2. Let, let, me, yeah. let me just <laughs> exactly. chime in here as well. The thing I'm glad that they changed for Resident Evil 2 when they remade it, they took out the fucking spiders. Fuck oh, no, you, Resident Evil 3. Back. Fuck you, Resident Evil back. 3. Yeah, I'm here, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. 
But yeah, it's just something about this game that I really dug. I dug the whole because you know the Resident Evil series is silly, dumb, yeah, horror, it, campy action stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that. the good stuff. I I love. Where did everyone go? Bingo! <laughs> like, like, I I love that the games game. now feel more closer to the animated movies. Which, if you've seen anime movies, the anime movies are ridiculous. They are literally the games. They're so ridiculous. Yeah. Have you seen Death Island? Yeah, it's like Leon. They King. all get infected with each virus. I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, it doesn't matter. They, they yeah, are this li- was also a big get for me coming off of uh, Resident Evil uh, 8. Village. Village, yeah. yeah. yeah I just yeah. wasn't into Village as much. And, Village, uh, that really helped. I like Village, but Village feels like a different franchise almost. It, it really does. does. Yeah. I was coming off of Resident Evil Village, and I was like, maybe Resident Evil isn't the franchise I love so much. Like Resident, like if you had asked me when I started PSVG, I would have told you Resident Evil, Resident Evil is like top three franchise. I might have been like Mario, Zelda, and Resident Evil. Like I loved Resident Evil that much, and then I, yeah, I played Village, and I was like, I don't know if I'm here for this anymore. So Resident Evil Four was a really good make good for me, a yeah, good time. And I like Village. It's just that this was to me better. This kind of felt like classic Resident Evil, and I, I like I dig all the things I dig the environments, the atmosphere. I dig all the big key moments of the game, and some of the things I didn't even remember because I haven't played this game since like the PS2. I want to say. Oh wow, it's been a minute then. So it's been a, it's been like a did long you ever time. Played on Wii? I don't think I did. Wow. And everybody tell me that's the best way to play it. I'll say we experience this game so differently because yeah, I mean I'm one of those people. I, I've always thought Resident Evil 4 is best played on Wii with porn controls. Like I, almost like a like a light gun, like an arcade light I gun mean, game. This is this is gonna probably not shock you. Also Resident Evil 4 this year. Um first time I've uh I played it. So wow. Oh wow. That doesn't shock oh, me. Cool. I, I think there's a and honestly more than Dead Space. I think there's a ton of people that probably are playing Resident Evil Four for the first time. Probably, I would say so too. Yeah, yeah. because it's just, again, that I knew the the story of, but I do want to chime in on probably yeah. scare off a lot of people. Yes. Probably people yeah. never even try any of them because. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to chime in earlier on why this one feels like a different game than like uh two and three remake. I do want to say that like it's because like. The reason this one feels so I don't different, feel like besides, different game. It's just closer to the source material. Yes. Well, yes, two. but also besides being um, being like more actiony, uh, one, two, and three essentially tell like a completed story over like yeah, three weeks. That's true. Um, and four takes place like six years later. So like yeah. that also that also adds to it, right? So at least I feel it does. Yeah. I, I I just dig the way they did it and like the little things they the little adjustments and changes they made to the story fit and kind of work better. And it's just so many little things that I just they just got right with this. Like I, I remember playing this on GameCube. I remember trading in my GameCube to get a PS2 and then buying it to get on PS2. And I'm like, ah, oh. yeah. Playing it now feels familiar. I remember like, you know, when you get into the whole when you're in a little area and the bell goes off and just Zombies are coming towards you everywhere. Like, oh, this is cool. And I, I remember playing it in the remake and realizing, oh, I can sneak through this area and kill a lot of these guys before it even starts off. Like, that's a really cool aspect of this. And then, of course, me being me, I got spotted and they really called me out and then all the much came out <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but the whole, I, I spent like the first 10 minutes. The lake scene like, is a thousand times better. It is way better. 
Yeah, so way was better. a big improvement. They really did that one. The lake better. scene, I dug the knife oh. fight. Yeah, yeah. They, they just that Krauser fight, man. Oh, yeah. Just, just a better experience. I, I really dug it. I, I really dug this game, and it's a good reason. It's my number three. Now, granted, crazy to say this, if I would have finished more games this year, the ones I were playing. It might not even make my top five. Wow. <laughs> but but it's just crazy. That's how good of a year this has been. But well, we'll get to my number one and two. Is that Frisk? No. No. Oh, that okay. that that is Blue, who has been in my room, and my mom is watching CSI and the theme song like, for it is. Open a the little, door. I'm trying to get the CSI it, going. It, <laughs> <laughs> the cat is no, trying to sing the theme. I, I, found, I found that Melon picks up CSI when we record, so I asked my mom to like shut the door so it didn't get picked up. Uh, the cat's not having it. I'm sorry. It's if okay. CSI. We it's love the cat. Yeah. You should told your mom cat positive community. CIS. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Garrett, number three. Number three. I don't know if anyone else has this on their list, but my number three is Starfield. Um, I nope. think, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be in a lot of people's top lists unless you're, you're like a Bethesda that. fan. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, I appreciate the shout out and the representation, Garrett. I mean, but just honestly, Calm down, I'm, Devin. Okay. I'm on the record with this one. I looked right. at that game early on and I was like, this is not for me. And it coming out and it releasing and me living through you and Sean and our friends have played it only cemented that. I was like, this is absolutely not a game for me. I've been watching Josh play it. He's been enjoying it. I love the fact that Garrett came in swinging at Forspoken. So now, you know, (laughs) the return has to happen. (laughs) A feud is developing. (laughs) An ex Shaq host versus the one who stepped in his shoes. <laughs> Anyways, Starfield, it's a I mean, it, it is a good but that's a game I wouldn't say considered like the best or the top. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Um it's a game that people getting into it, it may have a harder time, let's say, than Skyrim or like Fallout, but um once you understand the systems, everything going on and how to travel in space, you you you're going to have a really good time because these systems go really deep and there's just so much different types of gameplay within this game. Uh, There's like a faction quest line that reminds me of like alien. You're just like hiding, you know, different hiding spots. And then there's completely like settlement building is so much better than settlement building in fallout four. I feel like they put a lot of crafting um, and, and kind of space and elements together. So I'm that's, you know, I'm interested in it for sure. Sure. The gunplay is Dr. better. Bland. Dr. Bland right here. Yeah. Um, the gunplay is better. I wouldn't say it's like, you know, um, oh my gosh, it's like a first person shooter, you know, type of thing, but it is better. Um, Quest that's is never it, been that's a strong suit with guns, though, right. anyways. Like, yeah, like in Fallout 3 in New Vegas, firing your weapon without vats is pretty much impossible unless you right. mod the game. Like, right, and right, then right. it, Became possible in four, like four seventy six, and then Starfield. They're really they're only like, hey, we're actually intending for you to aim down sights with this. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
I think the, you know, the quest line is very Bethesda like, you know, you go through a quest line, you have like four or five different options. You can bribe them, you can lie to them, you can threaten them, you can do whatever. And then there's just, uh, you know, many different webs and many different quest lines. And the way you play it is just like, you know, it interacts with other characters. Of course, you make enemies, you make friends. Um, I think it, it just goes to places, man. It's so expansive. Uh, there's so many galaxies to go through. I don't think I'll ever end on it, but I would have to say is by far the best Bethesda storyline out of all of them. I've heard um, the story. That's what I was going to yes. ask. I've heard the story is very good. It's it's very strong. Now, if you know, you're going to just mainline it through the game, I think you may have a tough time at the later end game just because you need to level up and you have to do other things. Um, but yeah, if you go through the story from to the end, you're going to think, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to need to do new game, at least start new game plus just to see where that goes. Um, and I'll yeah, just, I've heard multiple podcasters yeah. talk about replaying it and re-rolling and it yeah, gets better yeah. the more you keep playing it. I, exactly. I think the conversation around this game, I think it's a very mm-hmm. interesting game people have been talking about because the people who like it, love it. Like they That's absolutely true. love it. That's true. And the yeah. people who don't, they kind of say the same thing. And I don't think it's a knock on the game. It's just like maybe this is not just not for you. Cause like because yeah, like, the, the thing I've heard thrown around is like it's boring. I'm like, and they're like, why is it boring? Because it feels too much like space. Well, that's kind of what space is. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's a vast lot emptiness. Hey, let's not throw the Bethesda comment PR person uh in there let's leave their comment alone we, we don't need I'm just saying in oh, general no 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 uh, I was making a reference because the comment that space is boring um is, like vast emptiness I, is, I uh, I was that a steam review thing yeah <laughs> that is a wild story I forgot all about that that was wild that they're out there trying to correct people's steam reviews yeah. what the fuck are y'all doing stop it yeah, they're like hey what a crazy thing to do what? That's what I was referencing. Are you going to start like, showing up on GameStop or Walmart.com and be like, yo, you just didn't get it. We should, like, do, that PSV. We should do a PSVG review. Yeah. I forgot all about that story until now. Yeah, okay, I get it. That's I'm why tracking. I was making the reference. I'm tracking. I didn't get it at first. Like, you don't get the podcast. Don't change this. I get it. <laughs> yeah, right? The, the, our bad reviews. The guys are like, these Nintendo podcasts are not even talking about Nintendos. We should go back in those reviews. And be like, you just didn't get it. You don't get it. Okay. You didn't get it. Don't right. change it. <laughs> Anyways, I enjoyed my time with Starfield a lot. Um, next year, I'll play a lot more just because I know they're going to keep throwing updates in there for sure. Um, they have a long roadmap ahead um, and it's on Game Pass. So it's just like, why not? Like, I'll just kind of dip in my toes in there. And man, I just love building my ship, building my settlements and just creating like all these different things and then crafting. It's just so many different systems involved in this game. I love this Jared, so much. Did you, so. Did, did you do the the Mantis side quest? Not yet. I'm very close okay. to it, though. Like level wise, I'm very close to it. Yeah, I heard okay. it's really good. What's your yeah. ship look like? Kind of like. It, well, my ship was kind of like think of like Legos made by a three year old. You know, just okay. like a bunch of different, just like weird ass compartments together. And some it, of the designs I've seen people make for their ships are wild. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I know there's like a bunch of different mods on PC that you know, you can go crazy with those ships, which is kind of cool. I think the ship building was kind of hard. How many sandwiches have you made? Yeah, I <laughs> good, good have I made. 
I don't think you can make them. You can grab. You can't make the them. sandwiches. You just get. I think you can just have them all. Yeah, you just have the sandwich. Oh, well, yeah. It's it's all the object. That's pretty lame. Crap. You start talking about a game where you can craft. If you can't craft sandwiches, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you can't even craft. That's the ultimate crafting game. Yeah, the only the only Bethesda game that really lets you make recipes for food are Fallout Four and Skyrim. The rest the of ultimate them are just like, survival craft them. is sandwich. Yes, like, yeah, that's they the don't piece. have them. You got space. You can eat sandwiches sandwich. in Sea of Stars. You can eat what's it like? See, that's game, nice. right? Yeah. See, yeah, dunked. There you go. Sea of Stars just dunked on Starfield's face. Yeah, exactly. Because make sandwiches. Sandwiches. All right. You know what game you make sandwiches in? My number two. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Oh. I'll, just, I'll just leave it like that. I said Kyle. my piece. Anticipation. Number three. Well, my number three is a game that also involves some ship crafting and a potentially kind of oppressive atmosphere, but one that I enjoyed much more than Starfield, and that is Dredge. Dredge. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where you were going, but I wasn't seeing these. Nice. So, yeah, it's I like a Dredge, Dredge a lot you know, too. A nice little fishing game, right? That starts out where you have your nice little boat. You're going out and catching some nice little fish. Yeah. And then night happens and things get weird and things get Lovecraftian mm. and things get kind of spooky. Uh, it has a pretty bleak story. Like you're out yeah. doing this stuff and you're like, yeah. this is great. Catching some fish and things get spookier as time goes. You're, you know, you're upgrading your boat, catching different types of fish, you know, running out and doing errands for people and doing missions for people. And you run into a guy called the collector who needs you to collect these artifacts. And then, yeah, things get really sad at the end. But overall, the game itself, though, is great. Um, really enjoyed my time with it. This was a game that wasn't on my radar at all. And I think, Donnie, you're actually the person who, like, got it on my radar. Um, and in the overlap. Yeah, absolutely love. Well, that overlap's going to end soon. Uh, but absolutely Uh-oh. love my time with Dredge. Uh, highly recommend it. I have the DLC. I just haven't played it yet. Um, but looking forward to anything else that um, this developer does, because I thought Black Salt Games knocked it out of the park. So really love Dredge. My number three. Dredge Go. was number eight for me. If it's any consolation, it's up there. Um, it's a crazy thing that I wanted to throw out there. I send, I seem to really like games that have boats, except for Assassin's Creed 4. Like in any, like in Skull and Bones. Like, Too much boat. You know, but like like little like fishing games in like Zelda. Like when I can fish in Zelda, like top tier Zelda game. Like I you love can fish in Sea of Stars. I love these little you chill games. It's like I'm just going to have them like hang out. And Dredge was such a chill game. <laughs> Like in the daytime, right? You're just like zipping around, like we catch some fish and put out some traps and it'll chug around the water. And it's it's so nice. There were definitely you know? times and, that I played it and I just like would dock for night and like, yeah, skip it all and yeah. just go fishing. Yeah, like, just like, not yeah, worrying about day. I'm not messing with this right now. Right. I'm gonna just go catch some fish. Yeah, yep. 100%. It was such a chill, cool little game. Uh, I love that they're getting more DLC. They've supported the game a lot. Um, I really dug it. If had honestly, had it not been for Planet of Lana. That would have been my indie game of the year for sure. For sure. Bex, number three. Okay, I'm going to get bullied for my number three choice, but I will stand strong because this, I cannot believe that I even played this game this year um, because I was picked to review it. I played Call Advanced Duty. Wars 1 and 2. Reboot. Nice. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I This is never something I would have paid money for. What would you say, Haley? Who's gonna bully you over that? I don't know. I just it's not gonna be on anybody else's you list. Um, yeah, 
people don't get under the radar. They it did. Me. And, you know, this was a game that was delayed and delayed and, you know, really, it was so quiet, really so quietly. It did. Um, yeah, and right. I never played the original. I remember that my only knowledge about Advanced Wars was hearing about you, Garrett, playing uh, the original, like on the bus yeah. and stuff, on your little Richard Pocket or whatever. Um, you know, and so this is baby's first tactical strategy game. You know, mm-hmm. I don't normally play this type of game, uh, you know, but I, I, it ended up something that I kept coming back to and you know played more of and i kept thinking about it even when i wasn't playing it there's just so much content in this game like you can play through it but you don't have to play it's like one of those things where like there's more levels than what's required to play like in a playthrough um and you know it really appeals to i think you know people like me who this is my first experience i'm a newcomer but also veterans of the series who you know want to play on a, it has a hard mode right off the bat it has like really tough levels right off the bat um the soundtrack stuck in my head all the time the characters are just so lovable sammy is bay i love sammy anyone sammy fan anyone garrett yes no? yes yes maybe yes we love sammy um <laughs> don't even um just super clean graphics just super like you know they it reminds me i remember i talked about this uh you know on the, on chat when i was playing it but like just the the style of it feels like little characters on a tabletop board game you know that you're playing like a little strat yeah like little toys it it looks it's so good it reminds me a lot i wonder if it shares any dna with uh clubhouse games kind of has that same yeah it kind of does i i see what you mean by that for sure you know but i think it's really nice that they put you know both games from you know the game boy advance in this one package Mm -hmm. you know there's just boatload of content um you know and it has you know the 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 map maker it has online you know it's not perfect online um i i did play it a little bit it's not perfect it, i think wargroove does the online a little bit better uh than advanced wars but uh this this was just a really fun game and it surprised me so much awesome i'm happy that you enjoyed it i have many things i want to say about it it didn't crack my top five or probably even my top ten to me, it was very much like a return trip to nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I got yeah. it because I loved Advance Wars. I played it until I got my hearts full, and then I moved on when other things came out. But I want to ask you this. Have you ever played Valkyria Chronicles? I have not. I just played that one this year. And If you liked Advance Wars as much as you seemingly have, I would love for you to just give it a try. And a lot of times it's okay. on sale. It's on Switch. It's remastered. You get Valkyrie Cross 4, Valkyrie Cross remastered. You might be able to pick it up for like five, six, seven, eight bucks. Yeah. I like Advance Wars because it wasn't very hard. It was very, like, it's very simple mechanics. Okay. Like, this is like seriously so simple. It has a little more advanced mechanics, a little more, but but Mm. it has the reward of maybe slightly more advanced characters as well. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Is there a baddie like Sammy? Yeah. Okay. I just want to mention Valkyria Chronicles. It was I didn't enjoy it so much. I guess compared oh, no. to it's just me. Yeah. Okay. I really well, like. Well, you know, I really like Valkyria Chronicles. I I think it's good. I think I think you're in the right direction. Are you talking I about just, Valkyria Chronicles four or just the original one? The original. I'm talking. I'm, I'm honestly. I'm really talking four is my most oh, recent. Try, try out four because I hear it's yeah. like much more modernized than the, of course the yeah. original one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. So the thing about Valkyria Chronicles, Rebecca, is that you're doing the same thing, except when you go to attack, you're put in like a first person mode where you actually can attack. Like you can aim Ooh. and shoot things. That sounds so it's scary. Like, it's, it's like more action more. It's definitely not. It's very anime. It's like way. It's just like it's a lot more actiony and yeah. the characters have way more in-depth like stories. 
Yeah. yeah. It's like if you took I kind of liked and how Shallow and smashed them together, it would be Valkyria Chronicles. Is it weird that I kind of liked how shallow the story was in Advance Wars? Like it was so corny. It's like, very it was like, like yeah, it was very so on the nose and kind of derpy. Yeah. 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 Like I kind of like that. It's nice. It's very like comic-y for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, like that's it. my number three. All right. Now that we're down into our top two, I think we should start having a little bit more crossover, maybe some fights. Number two for me is Tears of the Kingdom. Ooh. Oh, dang. That's okay. That's um, good. That's a good spot for it. What I just told you is for sure. I honestly think in hindsight, if I was making my list today, I may have put Resident Evil 4 over it. And it's just because I have more bones to pick with Tears of the Kingdom than Resident Evil 4. But I think the high for Tears of the Kingdom are higher than the highs for Resident Evil 4. I'm really torn on the two. I played Tears of the Kingdom for, I think, 85 hours. And for some of that time, I absolutely adored it and loved it. Finding the depths and doing all the things, I loved it. The ending, I've, I've been on record, and I stand still. that My opinion has not changed. I think it's Don't my, spoil it for Delvin. It's my favorite ending <laughs> in a Zelda game. I think it is my favorite final boss in a Zelda game. I, I That I loved. But... Boy, is there a lot of grinding to get there? Like it is a lot of grinding to like it's like it just feels like my ultimate thing on this game is it's 80% grind and 20% like story payoff. And it's like yeah. I just feel like the balance is not enough. Like I need more story to do this much grinding. Or I need to do less grinding to get this much story. It's like it just feels a little disjointed. But I mean, I definitely loved going back to Hyrule. Um, I loved the Sky Islands. Like the design of the game, I thought they made great advancements in. The story is better than Breath of the Wild for sure, but the wonderment that I felt for Breath of the Wild is not the same. Mm-hmm. And that may just be that it's a sequel. We run into that all the time with sequels, especially sequels that we really love, like from games that we really love and get a sequel and it's like, oh, it's more of the same and stuff like that. I don't feel like Tears of the Kingdom is more of the same. But just that wonderment and that experience that go find something that over that ridge that enjoyment that I got from breath of the wild, that like that euphoric enamored, I don't want to do anything else, but play this. I did not feel about tear of the king tears of the kingdom. It's just, it's not that special to me. Now that said, it's a great, like I played it for 80 plus hours. Like, so like with all my little bones to pick with it, I still played it more than most games and I still beat it and I still loved it. So that's why it's so high on my list. Well, um, but I feel like I feel like I really can't talk about Tears of the Kingdom if I don't express also how I felt about Breath of the Wild. And for me, maybe it's an outlier. Um, I felt like a lot of people when this game came out were like, Breath of the Wild, who? This game destroys it. I'm not did. one of those people. I'm not one of those people. Um, if if the Switch 2 releases and I can play remaster Breath of the Wild over Tears of the Kingdom, I will. Because Breath of the Wild is like that game for me that Tears of the Kingdom isn't. Um, I won't go to say of saying like you know there was a lot of people that are calling it DLC. I w- it's definitely not, but like I kind of understand like the idea behind it because it just feels <laughs> it just feel almost like an expansion, like and it's more more of an expansion than like a, than a new thing. And, I, and honestly, that might just be because I wasn't there for like the Minecrafting thing a part of it, like this whole gigantic like. And I loved watching the TikToks about it. That was hilarious. That was a great moment that we had this year. Um, but yeah. Well, let me piggyback off Donnie because. Tears of the Kingdom is my number two this year too. Wow! And it's You're more like and two. it's more that. it's more like uh my one B, and and it's kind of the, I played 150 hours of it, and it's kind of the same reason Donnie said I love it. I think it's amazing, but that grind 
It's just a lot of it. It's a lot of grind to it. Like, yeah. you know, you got to go to the depths. You got to go find these things. And, you know, I need more hearts. I got to go to do these shrines. More Maybe I just helps. don't see it as a grind. I see it as like, I really enjoyed doing all, like the depths was just so much fun for me. To, it I was at first. Hours was in the depths. Like for, at first it was, I was there it's too. Fun. It was at first. And then it's like, you got to do so many light routes, so many shrines. Like it just kept adding. You don't there were have so to many. Do it all. You're going to be yeah, strong enough to fight Ganondorf by the time you get You don't have to, there. but I did. And <laughs> it, well, that's not my fault. I, I feel. I feel like. Well, now I finally feel like I'm strong enough because I'm almost done with it now. I feel like I'm strong enough to get through the game, but my most of my journey was feeling like, damn, I'm. I feel really underpowered. I felt myself saying, I feel really underpowered. And where the fuck do I go now? That was most of my experience with it. And yes, for the first 10, 20 hours, being like, where the fuck do I go? I was like, oh, this is good, cool exploring. It's the like that figuring out stuff. I but honestly we- think sorry to interrupt you. I think it's the expert it's the discovery that I'm missing. Cause it is the grind, but like I don't I didn't mind the grind so much. I just feel like there's for the amount of story that you get. I feel like the grinds far outweighs the amount of story. I felt like there should be more story in a game this big and this long. That's that's like that's one. But it, the discovery part, the fact that we're back in Hyrule, and that like the cities are where they are, and like generally things are where they are, like all of that that I got from the first time around felt missing. And I feel like that's maybe like why I'm wanting more story. I wanted more newness to it beyond like there's some islands in the sky and you can go underground. And my thing was, I dug the discovery. I thought the discovery was cool. My whole thing was, but once you didn't I Breath find- of the Wild. Yeah, see, that's so that would be the difference. Like, see, that's true. I didn't have the discovery because, like, literally, Hateno is exactly where it used to be. You know, <laughs> like all the things are where they are. <laughs> so. see, I dug the discovery, but once I found the things, I'm like, come on, just like. Give me like a waypoint. Give me an like easy way to get here. Like, I don't want to have to travel back here and stuff like that again. I just yeah. like make it a little easy. Like it's like the little things in life. There, like, all right, we, I'm here now. Give me like a a waypoint or something. You gotta get, to get on it. the shrine quest. They or have just, those waypoints. Just, you gotta get on this. The shrines yeah. is cool. Like, but like, like just just set it up for me. Like when somebody says, "Hey, I need you to go over here and get something." Like, just put it on the map. Don't make me go look for the thing you have to tell me. Do just put it on the map so I can just go. Don't have to. Don't have me have to figure. All right, you have to put an X here. <laughs> like, oh, do I have to put an X here? Oh, my X is two two meters off, so I can't find the stupid thing I'm looking for. Like, no. Delvin wants that old school Mirage experience. Yeah. Just tell me where it's at. <laughs> like, you've already told me. Just put it on the map. <laughs> but, but even with that, I like I said, I'm 150 hours in the game, and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm still loving it. I think it's fantastic. I'm almost done with everything. I've done most of the stuff. It's called, I'm just getting to that point where, like, I time to end this game now but it's it's an amazing experience i and coming from somebody who did not like breath of the wild for me to be like this is my this game is my number two game of the year that says a lot i love that for you delvin it's an excellent canon and i'll leave that then it's yeah, yeah excellent canon mm-hmm. that helps a lot i saw a little bit of it <laughs> Homie, homies. don't look don't oh. just go into it you gotta get all your memories and stuff first I got all the memories. I got all that he stuff. Has, he's ready. He's ready. I'm, he's I'm ready. I, I, I got to You're the good. part where they're like, hey, go over here. And you go there like, ha ha, bitch, I got you. I'm like, oh. He just straight up smacks your ass. You're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, where your homies at? Like, oh, they're over there somewhere. <laughs> 
I was trying to be right, as as possible, but I like it. Number two. <clears throat> uh, Alan Wake 2. Oh, oh no. nice. Uh, hey. This is the uh, start. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. Uh, hey, Delvin, I have a question. How could it be a game I haven't played? I, I, she's I entitled to her number two, and nobody can tell her that she's wrong. I can. I can. Watch me. <laughs> no. no. Uh, I'm going to preface this with I have not finished it, but it is on my list. I would put a bit on my list if I, if I got further into it. It um, it's, It is very good. I understand why Donnie does not like it. Um, it is, it is very slow. Um, it does pick up like heavily, but I still think it would be too slow for Donnie. I, totally I really understand. think a lot of people are like, this game is awesome because of the song. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just going <laughs> to, it needs to be, it need, hang on. <laughs> it needs to be fucking said that I feel like a lot of people are like, they did a zany music video game of the year. Like, like I, I think that goes a long way for a lot of people. Yeah, let, let me point out that like ninety percent of my TikTok for you page right now is people trying to learn that dance. So, dude, when you talk to people about like, why do you love Alan Wake? There are so many people like, did you see the vi-? I'm like, what about the game though? Like, yeah, there's a game. Yeah. yeah. Let, so it really let me feels point like out. that sometimes it let, really does. Let me point out. I have not even gotten to that song yet uh, because <laughs> of the way the game is structured. Which I don't know how far you played. So did you reach the point where you? I got to. I got like literally. I got to that, and I was like, okay, now I know why people like. Don't this spoil game, too much for me. I'm playing game. Alan Wake uh, remastered. Battle. Yeah, no, no, we're I'm not, not going to do anything. I got to that point, and I was like, course. now I understand why so many people like this game. They just think it's crazy and zany, and like, like it's. I feel like I really do, and I, I, I'm, I'm sorry if that upsets people who are listening to this. I seriously feel like a lot of people are like, this is incredible, this cutscene. And they're like, great game of the year. <laughs> I really do. Um, no. Um, so the way that the game it starts, Garrett. There's no spoilers, so you don't have to worry. Yeah, um, yeah, go for it. You play like two missions as Saga, which is the new character to the series. Right. Then you play three as Alan. At that point, you are free to choose who you play as at any point. So you can yeah. do their story as you wish. Now. Because I intend to platinum this game, I have been using a collectible guide to grab the collectibles as I go, so I don't have to go looking for them later, right? Um, so I have been playing the way the collectible guide does. So I have not touched Alan since the since the game gave me free reign. So I have not even played. Uh, I've only done the first three missions you do as Alan, and the rest has all been Saga. I am getting to the point in the guide where it tells me the game is going to force me to play as Alan because you cannot do the final mission in the game if you have not played um, all of Alan's stuff and et cetera, et cetera. Um, But I've been following it. Uh, It's very, very good, at least to me. I love the, like, the mind palace thing um it, it's all really well explained and like a lot of the like collectibles are are very fun um some of them make you do math like one of the collectibles yeah. is literally like hey here's a here's a check I like this game already so I don't know. you might it sounds horrible uh, no no it's, it's fun what? fact i have not had to do math at all because the collectible guy goes hey here's your answer uh, yeah that's what i'm gonna but, do but, but also, fun. Uh, one of the 
one of the chests that you can find, which is one of the collectibles, are like uh, stashes of items over the thing. One of the things is like how here's the code. Like to unlock this thing, you will get the code by doing this equation. There are like 177 bicycles in this thing. How many wheels are there it. plus the cars? And yeah. like, and, I yeah, so I've you seen can people fuck off with that. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I saw people on Twitter who were like, man. First game in like years to make me actually write down a math equation. Fuck a like like, math, man. Do your no. homework. Oh yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Fuck that. Um, good. No, like the game the game the game really like wants you to use its like investigation system. And I don't get me wrong, I've been doing it. And like so Saga has the investigation system and Alan has the plot board. And man, do I not like Alan's plot board. Let me like that is my I don't only like either damn boards. <laughs> That's that's the um, point. That's the problem. Number two, they're like, hey, let's go. Let's go put this damn papers no, on the board. Um, and like, why is it my number two? Why? Yes. Yeah. Why is it your number why, two? Why is it my number two? Because the story it's telling, um, once you put everything together, is really well crafted. That's why. Okay. Cool. Um, so like, the only reason I don't like um Alan's plot board is because Alan's plot board allows you to put things in the wrong spot, whereas Saga's does not. Yeah. Saga's board will literally reject things if you put them in There's only the like one spot. place everything can go, so There's, you don't have to yeah, really think yep. about it too much. Allen's will literally let you lock things into place and play through that whole scenario and then tell you it's wrong, and then you yeah. have to do that all over again. Um, wow. Oh, interesting. So that's Is why I don't like Allen's. Interesting. <laughs> Is it interesting? I, I wouldn't like to redo the level or or whatever. Oh, but you will. So, board, you so, put like a sticky note somewhere. Oh, but you will. Yeah. That's oh, exactly, yeah. yeah. That's exactly on, it. No. Like it's a it's a sticky note that says, "Here's the plot point. Set the scene, and it'll give you like four. Like you'll unlock mm. locations as you progress through Alan's world because like Saga is in Bright Falls, which you know from the first game as yes. you're playing. Yeah. Um, Alan is i'm not spoiling where uh where yes, he know. is but out Al- no essentially yeah. but yes Alan's, yes Alan's, yes Alan's, Alan's you don't have to do is- the whole damn breakdown of the friend yes uh, no. continue but i'm saying it's a stylized new york is what i was trying to say i appreciate that donnie has not pushed back on any game listed <laughs> dude i'm look look I, i'm sorry i'm gonna interrupt you Haley. i'm sorry it doesn't no, need to be said I don't have buyer's remorse. I get it. It's, I don't even. I don't even think it's. I'm not saying it's bad or anything. What did I tell you on PSVG? I told you exactly. I understand. I think I understand why people love this. The people that love this game love it. I think I understand why. And what I, I think, if you value, if you play games to have a cinematic entertainment experience, if you want to be wowed like a movie. And a script, and like that's why you play games. This is going to be your fucking favorite game ever, because of like the the fourth wall and the shit that they're doing. You're gonna be like, this is an incredible experience. Yeah. But just know that a lot of that experience is you just watching cutscenes. Like if if we were giving game of the year to cutscene the game, Alan Wake Two wins hands down. But it is cutscene the game. It is that. Like I'm. I'm I feel like that's very objectionable. Like it is a cutscene the game. Otherwise, novels are a genre, Donnie. True, you're you are you are very right. (laughs) It's It's like it's like I I, I kind of think it'd be better. It might be a better movie than a video game. I mean, uh, yeah. So so let let me point out 
that this is exactly why I said I understand why Donnie's just not a fan of it because he's right. It is cutscene the game, but the cutscenes and the story they're they telling are good. I agree. Is, is, I, very, they are good. very good. But yeah. man, there were so many um, times you're just like jogging around, picking up notes, and fucking doing the gameplay is on a dry erase board. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, really? <laughs> like, yeah. fucking do uh, stuff. You really don't like, to say. like it, and so. Because Garrett, you're playing Alan Wake One, you'll know that combat is very heavy in Alan Wake One. It's pretty heavy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's not as. It much. is less not emphasized much? Okay, cool. here in two. Yeah. It, there's way less. Um, yeah, and for the record, allow me to say, I like Alan Wake One a lot yeah, more. Yeah. It's, it's more game. It's more stuff. You're doing. You're in control of the yeah. character more. Uh, as Donnie affectionately states, anytime anybody in the Discord asks, ask Kaylee. She's the wake aficionado. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely kick people that way. Like yeah, you don't yeah. want me. Don't yeah. don't you don't want me answering? No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ask Haley. knows, and I'm like, yeah, uh, I do. Um, no, I I've always loved Alan Wake. The first one is very good. Um, this one is also very good. My really my only gripe, like I said, is that Alan's board allows you to put things in the wrong spot, and that that's just a whole lot. I think of the easiest way to explain this in in like really simple terms, dude. If you liked Quantum Break, which I didn't, which Haley loves. I love quantum. If yeah. you like quantum break, do you freaking love Alan Wake too? Like it is so yeah. much quantum. It's the best quantum break you've ever thought of. Yep. Like, and that's literally let me, it. Let me point out the ending you get in the main game, like in the first playthrough, that changes when you do new game plus. The ending See, changes. the thing that the thing oh, that hurt cool. the thing that hurt a little bit is that I did not like quantum break literally like almost at all. But I adored control. Control. Yeah, I remember so talking about with with it Kyle is and very good. Game. and I was so excited for Alan Wake Two coming off of Control. Like, oh my! And just got into Alan Wake Two, and I was like, oh, this isn't at all. You wanted was maybe you want the control remedy. You yeah, got kind of. I was like, this isn't at all. And you know, the, even the sadder part is the first, like the intro. I was like, this is going to be incredible. That even got the expectations even higher. And then it just, yeah. go, it that, just went down. That intro is very it's twin really peaks, good. It's, yeah. it's very yeah. twin peaks. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, like, and also like as as pointed, uh, Sam Lake has repeatedly gone on to say that like he just went wild with this one, and you can tell because yeah, you can. Yeah, he's he's having the time of his life with this it's game. A beautiful so, game. So I'm not I'm, yeah. I'm not like anti the. I don't think the game's battering. It's no, no. Yep, I'm. I'm really, I'm really excited for the DLC that's coming. Um, so, you know, I got to that. I got to the damn music number, and I was like, okay, now I get it. <laughs> you were done. No, it wasn't. I done. It was like apparently this is all that needs to happen. If you just blow people's minds with music video, game of the year. By the way, by the way, <laughs> I want to point out the music video in the game is longer than the music video they did on stage. It's like. 10 minutes in the oh game it is on stage it was four there is literally like eight minutes of that thing yeah. <laughs> i know that i haven't gotten there but i know that i, yeah. I know this like, this reference might be lost on garrett so my apologies Garrett. but donnie if rather than having like the boards it was a vagina like narrating the game to you yeah would you think it's better yes, i mean if is. it was as cool as cookie cutters was maybe <laughs> yeah the cookie cutter's so good I had no idea that we were, I was in for the store for like a talking vagina, and it is fucking awesome. It's so good. You guys have got to play it instantly. You just said many things, Donnie. Yeah, I, I know. Wow. You, you, play missed, it. you missed Listen to me. Listen to me. You, Cookie uh, Cutter is so meaty. 
There's so much Whoa. flesh. There's so much so hey, that we're hey, talking about a fucking vagina. Hey, you gotta, that, you gotta play it. It's so good. It's so good. You gotta play it. It's rad. It's a rad fucking game. Raddest game of the year without by far. It's awesome. Hey, that sure is a sentence. <laughs> it's an action platformer, like a little Metroidvania. No, no, These are games that I think okay. most of us here enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cutter's yeah. cool, man. Gotta play it. Give it a try. I think you'll love it, All Rebecca. Right. I really do. It's okay. cooler than than what I, what you're hearing me say. If you have no idea if you have seen the trailer of this game, I'm telling you, it's cooler than you think. Okay. Think of it, neon inspired droids and shit. It's awesome. It's really yeah, it, good. It looks Bagels. great. But I, I love. Bagels. I, Yes, number two. Oh no, we. But Garrett, go. He did Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, oh that's yeah, right. Sorry, yeah. sorry, I'm drinking. Uh, no, Garrett. all good. My number two. I'll be quick because I don't think anyone else really knows too much about this game, or maybe you do. Um, this is actually it came out 1998, a PS1 survival horror RPG. Clock Tower, Parasite Eve. Oh, that's one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, Parasite yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, I played oh, cool. through it for the first time this year. Um, it, it's not like any other RPG I've ever played before. It's so good. It's so good. And I'm so surprised that I haven't seen any uh, anything like this like currently. Like a survival horror. Think of Resident Evil, but let's put in some RPG mechanics in there. Uh-huh. Let's put a level up system yep. in there. Sure. Let's put some combat in. Like it's it's very much like uh, Transistor, where like you kind of like have to stop and then shoot certain monsters in like this isometric view. It's so cool the way the combat is flowing. I love the story of this game too, and the different characters. I like how it's set. It's kind of grounded because it's in New York City, set in like Christmas time, and then like the science behind it is like teetering on between supernatural and sciency and some logic in there overall i really much enjoyed it also they completely destroyed new york city and that game wouldn't fly before 9-11 so very um, gruesome game so very violent game yes yeah i remember being very hard it is but i played it what damn near 25 years ago I think it can be hard if you don't do as much encounters. It really depends grind. on how many. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You got to grind at least a little bit. I think it turned out well for me because I just didn't know where to go. So I just ended up maps where it kind of respawned monsters. So this like, is okay, like that. Kind of go through it. This is that like that survival horror rush more from that time. Yeah. You know, it was Resident Evil. It was Clock Tower. It was Dino Crisis. It was Parasite Eve. And everybody wants those games to come back. It- Parasite yeah. needs a remake. Silent 100%. Hill. We can't definitely can't leave Silent outside. Hill. All of those, like they yeah. were, it wasn't just survival horror. Like that was like a that was like a huge part of like third party video games at the time. Yeah. It was yeah. like first person shooters, platformers, and those. Yeah, you know, like Parasite you were a huge part of the entire industry, and a Par- lot of people want Parasite Eve to come back. Parasite Eve mm-hmm. stood out because it was an RPG different, survival yeah. horror game, and it was just so different and unique and. It was set in modern times. It was just such a cool game, and yeah, I love. I definitely so much. It. I lived with my foster family at the time. My foster dad was playing, and we would play it together. So, oh, nice! Yeah. Such a great game. Anyways, that's my number two. It, it really nice. stood out to me this year. So great number two. Yeah. Love it. I want to remake. Kyle, man, Parasite Eve was so good. It um, was. <laughs> so my number two is also another is another crossover, and I, I just wanted to make Donnie have to talk about it more because my number two is Alan Wake too. Um, all I'm going to say about it, <laughs> uh, all I'm going to say about it is y'all can That's keep Kojima. Rich. 
Give me Sam Lake all day, every day. You can keep Kojima. I don't ever need another game from him ever again. Just I'm give me Sam that. Lake in my veins constantly. Um, but what I like about the game is after at the end of like every chapter as we were going through it, I was like, huh. And then I would just keep going. Like that was like my entire experience playing that game is just answering that question. Um, and it definitely is, you know, I, I obviously like we talked about, I loved control. Like I adored mm-hmm. control. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this is definitely a a change from that. And it's a change from the original Alan Wake too, which I really, really enjoyed. Uh, but there was enough there. It was, it was just bizarre enough and just weird enough to keep me going. Um, yeah. I have nitpicks about the gameplay and, and things like that, but the story that I was telling, how it was trying to tell it, the risks that it was taking, I appreciate a big swing, even if not everything lands. Um, and I think that's what he did here. He took a big swing, not everything lands, but enough of it does to re- that really pulled me along. I kind of played it like a TV show. Like, I get to the end of a chapter, and I was like, that was cool, and I would put it down, and it, maybe even two days later, I would come back, and I would play, like, another chapter of it. It's a good idea. Um, so, yeah, I really loved it. I thought Alan Wake 2 was great. Definitely understand that it does sometimes feel like pushing a boulder up a hill just to get through what the heck's trying to go on in the story, um, but I had a great time with it. So, Alan Wake 2, my number two. Great choice. Well, I think it's a great choice. If you got nothing good to say, right? Like, if you got nothing nice to say, like, I'm just going <laughs> to... Next, number two. My number two is Alan Week 2. Um... Oh, my <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm sorry. I'm just back around. Haley's like, number one? Delvin's like, number one? Just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Um, no, my number two is another game that at the beginning of the year, I like, I said I wanted to give this game a chance and I did not think I would ever rate it this high. Um, and I'm a little disappointed that I did not hear this game on anybody else's lists this year is Pikmin 4. Can we talk about Pikmin 4? This is another one that I begrudgingly reviewed. I was asked to review it, and I'm like, I had panic attacks playing Pikmin 3. Do I really want to do this? But I (laughs) am a people pleaser, and I said yes. Um, You know, and I couldn't get into the Pikmin franchise before this, and this game was the most perfect introduction to the franchise. Uh, You know, I think... The dog companion, Ochi, had a big part in that. Oh, my gosh. He makes the game so stress-free. It made a big difference. The world is gorgeous. The levels, holy crap. So many inspired levels, like inside the house, the beach level. um, Just so beautiful. Kind of game that I like to walk around and just look at things and, you know, kind of see the area. It looked like, you know, just so... Um, unusually photorealistic for a Nintendo game. You know, I think the environments are very photorealistic while the characters... I feel like that's Pikmin's kind of legacy. I mean, Pikmin 3 it is, is definitely it that is. Way, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's always been that way. It just looks really good on the it Switch. Is really it really nice. pushes the Switch's hardware, you know. Especially when we see, like, Advance Wars and other things. Like, like, Pikmin 4 yes. is like a night and day difference from those things. Yes. Yes, um, you know, and I, I like the underground air. I, I haven't played Pikmin 2, but I heard it is very much like Pikmin 2. I need to go back and play that one because, you know, it's very similar with the underground areas. Time doesn't move when you're underground, so it was very stress-free. I was able to take my time and find everything that I needed to find. Um, and, you know, there's so much post-game content in this game that I have not even finished everything that I want to do in it. This is something that I'm going to pick up probably, you know, a little bit later on next year, maybe. Um, You know, and it's just such a happy game. And I I liked the, uh, the, the defense 
mechanic that they had with like the glow Pikmin, the night expeditions. Um, you know, that seemed like it was a pretty cool mechanic. Um, I do like bingo battles in Pikmin three better than the Dan Dory battles in this yeah. one, but I would be remiss if I did not say that I use the phrase Dan Dory issue instead of skill issue on pretty much a daily basis. Uh, you know, so Pikmin four, I'm, I am representing the Pikmin franchise here. It deserves the love and recognition in the game of the year conversation. So there it is. Number two. I think that's the next switch game I'll get. Well, I, you should, really you should really one. try it. Nice. Yep. My son keeps telling me that I should play that one. So that's great. It's gorgeous. Us. It's so much it fun. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. So here we are, the final round, our number ones. Um, I'll kick it. it off. Super Mario Wonder is my favorite game that I've played this not year. Not Alan Wake? Okay. It's definitely not <laughs> Alan Wake. Um, Super Mario Wonder is honestly, like honestly, it's a representative. It's like a representation of why I get into video games. It makes me feel like a kid again. It's so much fun. Just smiling from ear to ear. Um, I've talked about on Shaq a lot. I will be quick on it and I'll just regurgitate the same take that I've always had. I honestly was probably under the impression earlier in the year when we were clamoring of a 3d, a 3d Mario game coming out versus 2d Mario. We thought there was a Mario game out there. Rebecca, remember we were talking about the Mario movie. Rebecca was like, there's definitely a game out there. I was thinking there wasn't any Mario game. We're talking about Mike Minotti. He was like, it's definitely 3D Mario. That's the next one. I was like, but 2D Mario just feels so safe. I never thought I would encounter a 2D Mario game that I would put on the pedestal on the Rushmore of 2D Mario. I honestly never thought that would have come again. And I like and have like strongly defended the new Super Mario Bros. line that people have clamored and hated on for a long time. Because I think they're excellent games. And I get that they're kind of samey. And I, but I still think they're excellent. I think they have great, excellent designs and stuff. I just never thought I would find a 2D Mario game that I was like, this is on par with Super Mario World and Super Mario 3. Yeah. And the hell if we didn't find one. Like it just hit, it is every bit as good as those games. And I'm not telling you it's better or worse, but it is every bit, it is every bit deserving to sit next to those. And I just feel like that's such a high watermark after all these years and all the games have come out. Like it, it, it exceeds, every preconceived notion I ever had for Mario game and I couldn't stop playing it. It stopped me from playing games that I was like, I was knee deep in cyberpunk. One of my favorite games, this entire generation wanted the Phantom Liberty so bad. Got it was playing it and Mario crushed it. I never wanted, I was like, I cannot even get back to cyberpunk right now. I am playing Mario wonder and it's great that they named it wonder because it's full of wonderment. There are so many times I was just staring at screen and just, this is incredible. And, um, you know, the anecdote that I shared often is I played Mario 3D World with my daughter. And we played it together in, in trade controllers. God, it feels like 10 years ago. And we really haven't played games since. She doesn't play games anymore. My daughter walked by one night when I was playing it and she was like, is this the new Mario game? And I was like, yeah. And she sat down and played with me. And that's all she had to do was just see it. She just saw it and she was like, I got to play it. And uh, I just I think, think Mario really has that universal appeal that, you know, you see it, you want to play it kind of game. But if it was a new Super Mario Bros game, she wouldn't have. She would have been like, I've been there. I've done that. It was the fact that she saw this one and it was like a musical level and all the crazy shit that was happening. She was like, wait a minute, I have to stop what I'm doing and kind of 
take serve of, of this. She wanted to experience this game. That's beautiful. And, uh, and yeah, I, I mean, it, if I was, if I was a video game reviewer, this would have been the only 10 out of 10 game that I handed out this year. So it's, I think I have nothing bad to say about it at all. Not even a little bit. I don't care about the bosses. I don't care about any of the things that people want to say. None of it, I think is consequential to the experience of the game is. And, uh, and I love it. So Mario wonder is my top game of the year. There you go. All right, Haley, give us your number two. No, number one. Alan, she's she's doubling down. Actually, Donnie, I like it so much. It's one and two. (laughs) No, uh, you you know damn well my number one is Baldur's Gate three. Yes. Oh, nice. Cool. I've I've put over I've put over a hundred hours into that game. Uh, I still haven't finished this one either. Um. In fact, I actually recently like restarted from the beginning because with one of the most recent patches, they changed uh, the way that one of the companions uh, could be recruited. Uh, so I'm no spoilers in case anyone else uh, intends to play it. Uh, there was a companion you could only get on evil runs. They've now changed it so that this companion can be recruited on good playthroughs. Uh, but I had killed them because... Oh, uh, no! That's kind of a bummer. They should have where you could have to play evil. Evil, like that. That I had killed them, and after the change, uh, I was like, "All right, I guess I'm restarting, so I can recruit them now." Um, And I have talking shit. That's all to it, (laughs) right? Yeah. Should have left it how it was. I can't. I can't say why they were only on an evil run without spoilers, and I don't want to spoil the game for people. So, like, um, but um, no, it's it's very good. Uh, my first playthrough, I played like a custom character, like uh, which is referred to as Tab. The second one is still custom, except I'm doing Dark Urge this time, uh, which is nice. Uh, which is a um, Larian creation with the help of uh, Wizards of the Coast, um, and it is it's very good. Uh, I am in fact already back to where I was in my original playthrough. Uh, but as the dark urge and before anyone goes, well, how long did that take you? Uh, about 40 hours. <laughs> uh, um, so I, I really enjoy it. I, I'm still in fact, romancing shadow heart, um, before, horse? before Delvin goes, who you fucking, <laughs> yes, the, yes. The horse, the Skyrim horse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I am, I am in fact, romancing shadow heart still. Um, I have fully delved into uh, one of the things that you unlock. Uh, I won't say without spoilers. Uh, You get some cool powers, but there's one little drawback to them. Uh, I managed to survive a roll to not have the drawback. So uh, that was very nice. Uh, I just, as someone who's always wanted to play D&D, like knows the rules for D&D, but never has any way to like actually play the tabletop game. Having this is just great. So it's it's been a blast. And y'all know that I'm not really a big turn-based combat girl, but I loved this. And Garrett's going to be very happy about this, but I also loved Midnight Suns. So. Heck yeah. Midnight Suns. That's awesome. So we're saving Midnight honorable Suns. mentions, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We, we are. Yeah. Yes. But okay. like, I'm just, I'm just pointing out that like, I've really only played two turn-based games, and that's this and, and Midnight Suns. Yeah. And I really enjoyed my time with this, and I'm probably gonna put multiple playthroughs into it forever. <laughs> so. Nice. 
All right, Delvin. Detective my, Pikachu time? Yes, it is. It is. Heck my yeah. game of the year is the guy with the hat. The guy with the hat. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's uh, Spider-Man 2. Nice. nice. I, I love it. I love the world building. I love the fact that the game feels like Insomniac's own version of Spider-Man without kind of retreading the same things that all the other the movies and the other mediums of Spider-Man and comics do. It's kind of its own thing, and I kind of really dig this universe. I kind of dig that there's consequences in this universe. Like, hey, characters that you know and love are going to die. New characters are going to show up. New things are going to happen. It's just such a vast and cool experience with it, and I really dug the direction they're going with. I, I love the li- living, breathing city of New York. I love that there's two Spider-Mans defending it that have two very different stories, and I love that. I love the little things that they do to kind of add on to. I love the fact that you could be fighting with Miles at one point, and all of a sudden, Peter will just randomly show up to help you and just leave. Like, all right, good looking out, bye. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. He just shows up and helps you leave. I love that the, the little moments like that. And it's not like a spoiler or a game like that's just something that just happens in the game. Like you'll be playing and you'll be in a fight and he'll just show up. And I love that how, how certain there are so many different things to do in this game. That are just so cool and fun, and there are so many surprising elements and things that are surprise you. Much like a lot of the PlayStation games, it's kind of the same game as the first one, but they expand on it so much more. It brings so many different elements to it. It's just like, all right, this is this is what we've been waiting for. And this, I I love that the villain, the villain in the game, the major bad guys are legit threat. I I know, like you know. There's Venom, of course. Spoilers. It's not really spoilers. Everybody spoilers. knows it's a, damn, it's a damn statue of it. You know, I love the way they they portrayed Venom. I love the way they portrayed um. Who was the other guy? Can't remember his name right now. Craven the Hunter. Craven the Craven, Hunter yeah. feels like a threat. Stop. Yeah. How do you forget who Craven is? Because I just went blank for a second. Now I just remembered it right now. Craven feels like a threat in in, in this um game and you know when you've had so many spider-man games and a lot of characters feel kind of jokey and stuff like that when you have then you have craven he feels like someone who is a legit badass he feels like he can take out people and they do it in such a cool way and he make they make him feel like he should be one of marvel's top villains which he Uh, is is not no Uh, also craven is no condiment king yes he's no condiment king he's i Delvin is the only one who gets that reference, by the yes. way. So. Yes. But, and it, they, the way they did Craven in this game feels a lot more closer to him in the classic comics. And it, yes. it's a different yeah. on him, but he feels like a badass. And I he, love. He also will feel different from that Craven movie that's coming that nobody asked for. So yeah, no one wants that shit. <laughs> but, but I just yeah. love the way they kind of turned his head on um the Spider-Man universe, and they hit, they bring in characters that you wouldn't expect to like and you kind of like, and they give ca- characters like different arts. They make Mary Jane useful in the game. She, they, like, they're like, ah, here you go. You know, people who didn't like the Mary Jane missions. Mary Jane are, is just John Wick. That's that's what Mary Jane is. She's just John Wick. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah. I like that they're like, hey. They, 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 they literally heard the complaint, oh, you don't like the Mary Jane missions? Okay, how about we make her John Wick? Do you like them now? Yeah, That's that, literally like, 
She is straight up just John Wick. I I, I kind of dig that. I kind of dig that there are like moments in the game where you're like, ah, that's really cool. And I dig that there are like these weirdly quiet, fun moments in the game that you don't expect, but it kind of fits the Spider-Man universe. Like, ah, I didn't expect to be doing this, but this is really cool that they added this in there. They're like really like touching moments that you kind of experience and like, oh, this feels like what would happen in the comics. So, yeah. I really dug this game, and I feel like I'm really interested to see what Insomniac does with all these Marvel properties, and if they can kind of give them each their own unique feel and kind of like carry on this tradition. I, I, I hope they're all connected. I hope that all these Marvel games are connected in some way, and I, I really dig what they're doing so far with them. I think it's dope. Cool. So that's, that's my number one, I guess. You're up, Garrett. All right. My number one, I think no surprise here, Octopath Traveler 2 is my game of the year. That is a That's one that question. I have not heard enough people talking about for game of the year, like especially yeah. surrounding the Game Awards. Totally snubbed. I, I think they got It did not get nominated for RPG, which kind of, I think, yeah, I think they got snubbed on that one. But yeah, I was very surprised about this game because, you know, I played the original one, the first one in 2018, and it was good, but there is definitely some shortcomings with it. And I just it was a little boring in the middle, very slow paced. And so I kind of dropped off. And then so this game came around. I was like, oh, I may or may not like it. And then reviews came out and everyone's just blown up. It's like, hey, this, this is really good and cream of the crop type of game. Uh so I was like, all right, let me go for it. I got it, you know, on sale, played on my Steam Deck, and I was just completely in love with it. Um, there, This game um, is absolutely, like, the top of, let's say, turn-based combat. Like, it took every good parts from traditional RPGs and just molded into one thing that, like, I don't think anything can top it. In, in terms of turn-based combat it's just so good and the wow. visual aspect yes it's sure. it's so good um the visual mm-hmm. aspect is very well done as well they did a really good job of just enhancing what was already great on the first game um and i think what they improved the most was the individual storylines uh, of these eight different characters it's still disconnected so you're not getting a linear story but they did do a fantastic job at like uh, giving you a very well-received uh, story in, in each of these arcs. In each character, it could be super dark, it can be super grim, but it can be super light. And then the writing just runs circles around Sea of Stars. Like, it's funny. I played Octopath Traveler 2, and then I played Sea of Stars. I'm like, oh, man, I can, t- I can tell the difference between the writing between these two. Um, but anyways, I just, top to bottom, man, Octopath Traveler 2, such a great turn-based game. If anyone is a traditional RPG turn-based fan, you owe it to yourself to try this one out because uh, it's just so, so good. So there you go. That's, awesome. That's my game of the year. Octopath Traveler 2. You have the con, Kyle. Kyle. I haven't had the chance to play Octopath Traveler 2 yet. It's on my short list of things to play, but I will say I've listened to the crap out of that soundtrack. Yeah, it's so it good. It is so good. Like, is I'm so like, good. no context for any of this, but this is amazing. Uh, so probably no surprise, you know, my fanboy hat is on my number one game of the year is Marvel Spider-Man two, um, nice. got my 
got the platinum in 27 hours was smiling the entire 27 hours and that is basically the reason why this is my favorite game of the year um i think insomniac is probably been other than maybe mojang probably the best like individual studio purchase uh anyone has made like i think that that studio has paid dividends for sony over and over again especially in the playstation 5 generation definitely this generation for sure you know so i i just impressed at the level of quality that they're able to put that's the soundtrack for that game also is pretty incredible but it was just a great time taking the things from one taking out the stuff that didn't work so well adding in some new things refining 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 to get to a point where like i said you know it's almost to the point where it's a little over smooth right things are a little too good sometimes i know some people had issues from like a bug standpoint i didn't run into any of those um but yeah i i had a fantastic time with it um and look forward to the next spider adventures whatever they happen to be so marvel spider-man 2 currently my game of the year thanks rebecca Uh, i mean it's no surprise that mine is tears of the kingdom for a lot of the reasons that we already talked about you know and i've talked about it extensively on on the podcast as as i've been playing it um you know but this game in short has made and i know donna you disagree with this uh but it makes breath of the wild feel irrelevant in a lot of ways to me um i'll never forget the the first time i played breath of the wild and just the feeling of that experience was special at the time um, you know, but I think Tears of the Kingdom just did so many things that build on that experience and make it bigger and better. Um, and, you know, like you said, that final battle really just seals it for me. Uh, the, the best ever. My jaw on the floor. Like, I don't know how I didn't see that coming, but um, just we talked about it on chat. So memorable. So memorable. Without that battle, I would have come hot on that game. Like, so hot. Hot take. Like, Mario Odyssey Donnie would have showed up again like a villain and that battle went a long like that final segment went so far I'd be like okay it's a really great game I also <laughs> like, just no. really like the characters that they introduced especially the Zonai characters like Raru and uh, you were early Anya. on that stuff too you've been talking yeah. you've been helping me for years Understand the Zonai stuff. That like, random they didn't go, like, they didn't what are go we quite in the direction here, that yeah. I thought they would with it, but they did. You know, they did go into the history of that. You know, with characters, but uh, you know, I, I like the memories significantly more oh, in this game than I did in Breath of the sure. Wild. Um, you know, and I think there are definitely some story criticisms. Um, you know, with how passively everything is told. Um, you know, I think that's always been a weak point for Zelda. Um, you know, the story has always been implicitly told. It's it's never really been as outright, you know, as a lot of other games. Uh, but um, it's definitely uh, not know, a narrative game. It's like it's not what drives the yeah, combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I it's it's not a perfect game by any means. I do have you know bones to pick on it, but it, just the amount of time that I spent in it in that world, and you know, just what it means to me overall. Of course, it has to be my game of the year. I agree. Honestly, I almost I almost felt like beholden to put it where I did because of the amount of time spent, you know, for any bones that I had to pick about it, like I still played it as long as I did, you know, we were talking about a game that I played probably eight times longer than I played resident evil. And not that that like should matter, but like, when you're like accounting, you're making lists. Like it does kind of factor in for me. It's like, there's a reason why you spend so much time yeah, with the game. There's a reason. You're exactly you right. It's like I really enjoyed it for a large part. Gripes aside, I still kept playing it for a long time. It can't be nearly as bad as the gripes I have with it make it sound. You know, or I, otherwise yeah. I wouldn't have kept playing as long as I did. So that's a big reason why it still had that lasting power at the top of my list. Plus the ending, right? I put it up there. It was number one 
all year long until Wonder came along. It was number one. And literally coming into like September, I would stare at it and I'd be like, this cannot be your number one game of the year. Like you have <laughs> so many issues with it. But like it was my, like when I finished the game, I put it number one and I never topped it. And then Mario Wonder came along. So, yeah, fun. Well, we did it. We did our top five games of the year. Now I want to get into um, quickly. We'll do a round robin on our honorable mentions and games you didn't play. Because I think that's important to mention if people at home are listening and they're hearing our top five and they're like, oh, my game didn't make the list. Maybe we didn't play it. So I'll start off and I'll just give you a couple. Uh, the ones that were just in the outs of my list were Dead Island 2, The Crew Motorfest, uh, Warhammer Bolt Gun, Metroid Prime Remastered, and Dredge. Games I did not play this year. Um, one that I specifically really wanted to play was Bayonetta Origins. Just never got to it. Haven't caught the sale yet. Um, I also didn't play like so many games that everybody loved. I didn't play Final Fantasy. I didn't play Street Fighter. I didn't play Mortal Kombat. I didn't play Star Wars Survivor. I didn't play Diablo. I didn't play Fort Solace. I didn't play Immortals. Like so many of these games that were, I didn't, I never played Baldur's Gate. Game of the year. Never played it. Never thought about it. Didn't play Starfield. So if you were like, what, where, where, where are these games on Donnie's list? I didn't, I didn't play them. They either weren't appealing to me or I, I didn't get to them. So most of these are not appealing to me. I want to play Bayonetta and I want to play Street Fighter. What about you? Honorable honorable mentions for me. Uh, ones that were like again just inside my list. Uh, Resident Evil Four really really enjoyed it, but like other stuff this year, like really took it for me. Uh, Cyberpunk, like the whole experience, not just Phantom Liberty. Like uh, Phantom Liberty came out, and then I got swamped with a bunch of game releases, and I have not played Phantom Liberty, but I've played a bunch of Cyberpunk. Uh, 2.0 really changed the game, and I'm actually playing nice. like a completely different character than uh than i normally do uh i'm uh specking into like melee fighting with my fists because i have the flaming gorilla arms uh and um that's a thing and uh and and i have a shotgun it's only got two shots but uh it explodes people real good like actual explosions uh so it's it's really nice um and uh also uh games i did not get uh sorry one more honorable mention this is from last year but again midnight suns uh i still haven't finished that game but it's very good and uh the dlc for it was really good as well i really like deadpool and venom as characters uh didn't really get to try out uh storm though uh or morbius but uh we can throw morbius into a dark hole and he never exists um <laughs> and games i didn't get to play i started it but uh the way that like my work schedule cre- crept up on me here in december uh, I played like two hours of Final Fantasy 16. I got, I had no time to play that, and I was renting it from the library, and it's gone back because there are five other people waiting to play it. So it's crazy. Uh, if and when I get a PlayStation Five, like that's the game that I probably get. That's like, yeah. the, and I've never played a Final Fantasy, and have spent a large amount of my time of on this earth Slander. making fun of that franchise. Final but Fantasy 16 about, is Devil May Cry. It costs me, right? It, it, I love Devil May Cry. Yeah, and I'm like, is, I look it, at it, and I'm like, I want to play that fucking it game. It is absolutely <laughs> Devil May Cry, and I knew it's that. It's not like, an RPG. It's not. Devil May Cry. Yeah. Like, and I yeah, love okay. RPG. Yeah. yeah, it calls to me. Like, I want to play yeah, it. I so really do. Didn't, didn't if, really get a chance to play I'm basically that. waiting um, out. It's like, do I get a console and get the game, or do I just wait for the PC version? Like, I'm just, whichever uh, deal comes along first. next year. Yeah. I, I yeah. bet you, yeah. And uh, I have not put enough time into this, 
but so it's like a mix of haven't played uh and honorable mention immortals of avium uh i'm like eight missions in it's it's very fun very quippy though in a way that like some people are gonna love it some people are gonna go this is worse than an mcu movie in regards to Mm. quips like delvin jr has already told me oh so i would hate it then and i'm like yeah probably because it's very quippy (laughs) is the delvin jr honorable mention yeah yeah when does he join psvg how many more years until he, he comes in and board as a team not, member? Not too long. Not too long. Yeah, long. right. He's 18. right there. Yeah. What are you about, Delvin? <laughs> Garrett, uh, what do you mean, 18? He's already 18. He just turned 18. Oh, dang. Yeah, he just uh, turned 18. Momentarily. <laughs> yeah, so probably next year. Um, my honorable mentions, Callisto Protocol, which which I enjoyed a lot. Yeah. Um, Baldur's Gate, which I Still want to get to I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Alan Wake 2, which I still have to get more into. I, I like that one a lot as well. And let me see. There's, there's a couple more. There's a few, a few. There's a lot of honorable mentions that I kind of really dig. I can't just think of off the top of my head. But there's a lot of games that just came out this year that I just really dug. Oh, Planet Alana, of course. Planet Alana is an amazing game that I really, really dug a lot playing this year it was a, a, one of my surprise games of the year that I just kind of got into and really really just dug the story and I, if I remember correctly I was out of town and I spent my whole time just playing that game I was supposed to be in Disney World I was like nah I want to play this <laughs> like I got out of Disney World like, all right, I'm out of Disney World like yeah I want to finish this game up <laughs> it was kind of just kind of that experience it was just such an amazing game and I really dug it all right, now the games I didn't really get to play this year, Starfield is one. I only played the first hour of that. I want to really want to get back to Starfield because I kind of want to see what the hubbub's about with that. I kind of dug it. Um, Dead Space, that's the other big one I really want to get into because I love the original one, but I just haven't had time. And last but certainly not least, Final Fantasy 16. I got to hook it down and play that one. But, you know, this year has kind of been weird because Tears of the Kingdom has taken up 90% of my game time. So it's like, yeah. I, you just gotta... I just realized you can see Blue craning his head in my camera. <laughs> I see Blue. Hi, Blue. All right. Yeah, cool. All right. So, uh, honorable mention right outside my number five. This is number six for me Final Fantasy 16, the only PS5 game I've completed. Um, this year and it's yeah i i fully recommend it to you donnie it is literally the most actiony non-rpg ever i ever played and it's the it's only like a, it's like game a super production platinum game when i look at it, i'm like god i want to play that game so platinum bad. helped on one boss too if it so. wasn't if it literally if it wasn't named final fantasy i'd have bought a console for it yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I, I love that game a lot and then so other honorable mention i played as dusk falls uh, oh, I love that right. game. Mm-hmm. And then on Switch, I played Super Mario RPG. I just wrapped that up. Uh, Shining Force on the Nintendo Switch Online, and then Live Alive and Fire Emblem Engage. Forgot all about Live Alive. That was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was last game. Year. Yeah, it was last year. Uh, games that I mean, there's so many games I want to get to, but here's kind of like what's forefront of my mind: Baldur's Gate three, Hogwarts Legacy, Diablo four, Wargroove two. That just slipped under the radar. Yes, out of nowhere. Good call. Um, and Persona Five Tactica. I'm currently playing right now. That's so. how great this year was. That like yeah. I'm literally re- reading off like ama- marquee games: Diablo, Street Fighter, Final Fantasy. Never even touched them. Baldur's yeah. Gate. You know, like yeah. that's how 
good this year was. Yeah, definitely really good. Kyle. All right. So honorable mentions. These are all things that when I wrote down my initial list, these were all the games I was thinking about. So the things that made it make the top five: uh, Humanity, uh, Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 16, which is just because I haven't quite finished it yet. Sea of Stars is in the same boat because I haven't quite finished it yet. Um, Dead Island 2, Diablo 4, and then kind of because it was cheating, um, Horizon Forbidden West, the Burning Shores DLC. I was like, That's nice. Burning Shores is really good as well. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then for games you didn't play, uh, so anything on Switch, I don't think I even turned my Switch on this year, not for lack of desire, <laughs> just lack of time. Um, yeah, I, yeah, even yeah. my PlayStation gaming was like a third of what it was like a year ago. Um, so though anything there, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, and then the kind of the two other things that I really want to have played but haven't um are actually octopath traveler 2 and star ocean second story are mm. um are the things i think might have had a chance had i got to play that one to play too them. did you play the demo i did play the demo and that's why it's i was really like good. oh man did i think that maybe this might have made it so yeah did you play the original i never did play the original no and neither did i that demo is gorgeous it's, i know it, it what really everything is. it said like that might be the prettiest game of the year I've seen. <laughs> that demo, like I played the demo and I was like, I gotta get this game. Yeah. And I don't even know anything about it, or like I don't even play games like it. And I was like, I gotta get this game. Yeah. <laughs> this game is so pretty. Dex. My honorable mentions. Um, I know Garrett talked about Super Mario RPG. I don't think anybody, unless I missed it, talked about Metroid Prime Remastered in the beginning of the mm. year. Go back and look at side-by-side screenshots of the original really and this remaster. It is so good. Um, you know, and I, I again, that's another game that I played it's, recently that, like, I don't want to replay the whole thing. Yeah, I don't want to replay the whole thing right now, but I bought it. It's a good game. Uh, WarriorWare Move It, a good yes. return back to smooth moves type style. Um, I'm so glad that they did that because I didn't think they would they would do another one on Switch. Um, and then I didn't play Mario Wonder. That's like the one that I probably should have. Um, but I want to get. You should have. Out. We funded wanna, that that mission. I, I did promise one of our viewers, but um, it didn't. And happen. I'm sorry. and us. Well, that's okay. <laughs> I <bought> games. <laughs> that's okay. You did. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to two indies that did not come out this year that I played for the first time this year. One was Little Gator Game. Uh, that game is just such a joy to play. It is so cute, That's so adorable. fun. Yeah. And then I just also want to give a shout out to the indie game Unpacking. Holy crap! That is like one of my top games of all time. I cannot overstate like overstate that. Um, so yeah, that's me. Nice. All right, let's try to speed it up and close it out. I've got a couple questions that I ask everybody every year. Um, game you are most likely to replay in five years that you played this year. And mine is a game that I absolutely loved. And if you don't have it on your list, you should. And it's super fashion police because that game was fucking dope, man. It was so much fun. That's a really great, like, pick up and play. Hey, I'm bored. I got one of these portables. I got a handheld. I got my Steam Deck OLED. You got to pick up nice. Super Fashion Police, smack some of the belt, like yell some outlandish shit. It's a funny little boomer shooter. It's awesome. It's a really funny game. I definitely will replay that. That's a game that I could see myself replaying every couple of years just because it's so much fun. Uh, Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Yeah. You got to yeah. throw that into the mix every so often. That's a good pick. Yeah. Delvin. Yeah. Um, Mario Wonder. Yes. I'll, play, I'll probably play every other year. When I'm sad and down, like, oh, let me just throw this in a place I'm going to have fun and just not think about life. Yeah, just run like, through a level or two, for sure. Yeah, 
I kind of did. For sure. Uh, for me, it's Slay the Spire. That's a continuous just mm. drug of a game that I will play every year constantly. So there you go. Kyle. Pro, you know, um, at that point, maybe Overwatch 3, whatever it is at that point. <laughs> whatever monstrosity that is. Whatever, yeah, whatever that it turns into, that's probably what it, where I'll be at. Hopefully it's Overwatch one. one. It's the same game. They just put a three on it. It's in the box. It's it's the the same same that's exactly what Overwatch Two is. This is why. I yeah, you have to because the they'll take down it's Overwatch Two every right. four years. Yeah. They just re-release Overwatch and they just give it a new With number. A new number. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even re-release it. They just they'll go, draw they'll go back to six v six. Yeah, and be like, Overwatch like they just change the color palettes and the costumes. They're like, it's a new game. Like just write a three on it. Microsoft Paint the four on it. Are you Bex? Uh, I probably see a stars. That's like a you know one of the one of the ones where I like to pick up things like Chrono Trigger every now and then. I'll probably do the same for sea of stars. Nice. Not that I want to shame games, but it is often interesting to see if you had any big misses. Do you have any buyer's remorse? Anything you got into and you were like, oh, this isn't what I wanted it to be. Um, for me, those games this year were Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three. Oh dang! Yeah. Oh. I was so excited. Pre-ordered it back in like June. Love Modern Warfare 1. Love Modern Warfare 2. And here's the sad part. Four hours into the campaign was loving every bit of the campaign I was playing. It just kept damn crashing over and over again. It would crash and reboot and I tried to get in the game and I couldn't restart. And it's like, why am I trying? Why am I banging my head against the wall trying to get into this game when it's going to come to Game Pass? So I right. was just, I just, I just put it back on the shelf and I was like, I will wait. Um, Oxen Free 2 was a huge letdown for me. A huge letdown for me. I loved Oxen Free for the first one so much. And I think Oxen Free 2 sucks. <laughs> like, I'm just going to say it. I just don't think it's very good. Um, I also didn't like Russell Quest as much as I thought I would. Neither yeah, did I, I like WWE rough. 2K23 as much as I thought I would. So those were those were my big misses. And I want to point out, Alan Wake 2, I would not consider a big miss. No, I no. Played I played it I, and get it. I wouldn't consider it a big miss. I just didn't enjoy it as much as others. It's just not for me. I am one of those people. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to shock people. Diablo 4. I don't I think that's shocking at all. Yeah, yeah that game I, really came super pop, super and went. I said that people and, got mad at me for saying it. And <laughs> here's, right. here's the thing: it would not be a buyer's remorse if they had not nerfed my class straight into the fucking ground. I would still be playing it right now. It's crazy. If I feel like Diablo not- three was around for like five years, and I feel like Diablo was around for like. Four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> like, three, never heard about active. it ever still again. Updating it to this, like to this thing. Game still next year. Oh, I'll be good. Yeah. But um, no, like I played it. I beat the story. I was doing all like the end game stuff, and then they nerfed sorcerer so hard into the ground that you literally like you can't survive on your own. And I don't play with groups of people really. Um, so. I essentially just can't play it. And apparently they brought it back up a bit, but it's still not where it was at launch. And it just, it makes me sad. I really love Diablo and I don't know. I'm sure I'll come back when they do the expansion. Like I I do love Diablo. The expansion is coming sometime this year. Apparently I think that's what they said when they announced it. So I'm sure I'll play that. 
but I don't know that I'll stick around for the season stuff. Like, I still – like, here's how much I haven't played. I bought the the super expensive early access version, which came with a free Battle Pass redemption for, like, their premium Battle Pass. I haven't even used it. It's still just sitting in my account waiting for me to, like, claim a Battle Pass. So. Delvin? This is going to be a big one. <laughs> but I'm going to say it because I think it's well worth saying it. PSVR 2. Mm, Ooh, yeah. that's a big one. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I kind of look at it now, like I don't, I, like I don't need this. Everything I wanted in VR, I had it with the Quest Two, and this is not improving that at all. Like, I, right, this is cool, it's it's fun, but this is not something I can see myself playing and getting into. This feels a little bit more cumbersome. Like, I don't, this is. It's gonna nice. be a killer trade-in on the Switch Two, though. Yeah, you're gonna Switch Two for free. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm gonna say. Like, this feels like trade bait. Like, yeah. Right. Like, hey, I got this PSVR too, but it's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm underwhelmed by it. Like, all right, this is cool, but we already had this. <laughs> now that they have the Quest Three, I'm like, I, I kind of want the Quest Three more than I want the PSVR two. Like, oh, this is not, this is not a great. It's okay, but I get it. But it's not. I was underwhelmed by it, by a lot, and that's saying a lot as a person who likes VR. Yeah. Garrett, any big misses? Um, I didn't have, I wouldn't say a big miss, but something that just didn't really jive with me when I got it. And I, I did get, you know, Nintendo vouchers. So Super Mario RPG was one and Tears of the Kingdom was the other. And I just think I wasn't in the mindset for Tears of the Kingdom at the time. Oh. And so I kind of just like went into it, played 20 hours of it. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm just not having too much fun with this right now. I'll be in the mood later sometime when I'm into Zelda, whenever that is. Um, so I, I think I would have rather picked like Pikmin 4 or just some other Nintendo. Probably Pikmin 4 because that seems like that would be down my alley. Um, yeah, but probably I so. still, I still enjoyed my time with Tears of the Kingdom. It was just like this is a game I don't want to continue playing right for right now. I'll probably don't. Yeah, you can't time. force it. It's got to be the right time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kyle? So for me, I, it's not a game that I think it was a huge, like, oh, no, it didn't work out, and I thought it was going to be amazing, but I was just really hoping it was going to be good, and then it just really wasn't amazing, and that's Atlas Fallen. I yeah. Really, oh, right. Yeah, I really, I've read over that pre-order, uh, that button a few times yeah. over the year. Uh, I just, I really want, and it's not bad. It's not a bad game. Yeah, but, it's just you know, not good. It's not it's, like great either, right? Yeah. yeah. And with the year that we had, it just, it just was not. Yeah. If you see a trailer of that game, you're like, this is going to be great. And then you watch some reviews, or you see anybody talk about yeah. it, and you're like, it's not as great as I thought it yeah, might be. It, Atlas Fallen is no the day before. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not. Uh, yeah, I've 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 had that on my wish list for some time, and every now and again, when it's on sale, I look at it and I go, I feel the same way about Armor Core. Like every now and again, I'm like, oh, maybe, but then yeah, you get a lot of the same reactions. Bex, you have any big misses? Yes, um, I have buyer's remorse for Story of Seasons: A Wonderful Life, which is a remake of my favorite Harvest Moon game. Um, you know, it's just not it's a fine. good remake. It's just not yeah. not a good remake. Um, I don't. I regret buying it. <laughs> I'm gonna trying to sell it. Our next question that I wrote down. We can just shout these out if you've got them. Which game do you want a sequel to most? Mine's Engage. 
and and I'm kind of willing into existence. I want a Fire Emblem Engage Warriors game. Like Fire Emblem Three Houses oh, had a Warriors cool. game. Yeah, yeah, I want a definitely. Fire Emblem Engaged Warriors game. So that would be that's super cool. cool. Anybody anybody got a, a a game you played this year that you're desperately wanting a sequel to? Unpacking. Yeah, I know it didn't come out this year, but I played it this year and I want a sequel so badly. Nice. Dead Island. Oh, Dead Dead Island. Island. Dead Island I want a sequel to As Dusk Falls. That would be dope. That's a great one. Yeah, hey, that game's I coming really out of like PlayStation that. soon, and guys, you gotta yeah, play it. Smart. You gotta give it a try. Yeah, if you're into really like good. those Telltale games, I, I really like As Dusk Falls in that vein a lot. Yeah, I, I really want a sequel to Dredge. Ooh, Dredge too. Yeah, I mean, I'm there. I'm there day one. Yeah, for sure. Are you in on that uh, Dave the Diver stuff? Um, I I probably will be. Yeah, I haven't played Dave the Diver yet. In general, I, I did. I'm not that into Dave the Diver. But yeah, I want to. I just haven't yet. Which I feel very dizzy. There's so many people that love Dave the Diver, and I, Josh loves I, it. So. I feel like I don't get it. Like I played it for maybe, and maybe I didn't play it enough. I played it for like maybe like there was a demo, and I played the demo for like an hour. I was like, really? Like, this is the thing that everybody is really into. Like I don't, I don't get it. Um, I used to call this the Game Pass Game of the Year. Uh, but obviously, we have lots of subscriptions now: PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Premium, and and in Epic Games, the giving away games every year, and GeForce and all that. So, what's your favorite game that you played via subscription? In SO counts. Anybody got a game that they they played one hundred percent? Shining Force subscription. Shining Force. Nice. Mine's playing Alana. Playing Alana. One of my favorite games this year. Got on Game Pass. Didn't pay a dime. I don't think I. Look, I've grabbed all of the free games this year. I think so much has come out. I haven't touched anything, right? Like, I played Starfield through Game Pass for like eight yeah. hours, but Counts. but Starfield's not for me. Like, it, like I'm more partial to Skyrim and, and Fallout and, well, Elder Scrolls, but the last one was Skyrim and you get the point. Um, but like, I, I played Starfield up to the Mantis mission, essentially. And at that point, I was like, all right, I, I see what this is. This is not for me. Y'all have fun. Uh, and yeah, that's about the only one I can think of. Like, I want, like, they gave out Lego 2K Drive on PS Plus this month. I haven't even fun. downloaded it, started I really it like yet. The game. So, I'm playing Alan um, Wake as well from PS Plus. That's, that's pretty good. The thing that I love about uh, uh, Lego 2K Drive coming PlayStation Plus is the reason that that game had, I think, middling reviews is that it's heavy microtransactions. If you yeah. can get that game for free and like just blow $20 on it, you will have a shit ton of fun. Like they're, like you can get like the car that you want, the superhero Lego that you want, and then just play that game and have a blast. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, For me, for subscription, definitely with CS Stars. Yeah, that was everywhere too. Oh, right? Like it was everywhere right. but Nintendo on subscription. Yeah. Yeah. Which is odd, by the way. That seems like a perfect uh, Nintendo. No, the Nintendo the NSO doesn't give like. No, it's on Nintendo. Switch. It's on Switch, Haley. It's just not on a subscription. Yeah, it's just not on Switch. NSO. Yeah. No, that's what I was saying. It seems like a game oh. that would fit well to be played on the Switch. And I'm surprised Nintendo didn't try to like wrangle that up. Well, but they only do, do old games. Yeah, they, they only do, do classic games. They're not giving you doesn't do anything like that. Yeah. You pay for not that. even a little bit in 2028. They'll be like, you can play Sea of Stars for free for eight days on NSO. Like, the, yeah. like that's, that's, that's how days. NSO operates. You got three hours to play this. Good um, yeah. kind of in this, and I, I honestly didn't even think about it. Not that I have buyer's remorse because I definitely do not. I was not that into Game Pass this year as, as I have been in years past. Oh, for a, for a major reason. The majority of the games that I really wanted to play on Game Pass this year were all delayed out of this year, like all of them. 
And when we get into talking about 2024, they'll all come back up. But like, there's like a core four or five games that I've been waiting to play on Game Pass that all missed 2024. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, so like when it comes to Game Pass this year, there was a, this was a great year for Game Pass, right? There was Hi Fi Rush, there was Persona, like all these games came out. I just didn't play a lot of them. They weren't all that into me. When it comes to Game Pass for me this year, it's really Planet of Lana and Redfall. Cause I didn't play Starfield either, you know? And, and I see Kyle smile. I continue to, I liked Redfall. Guess what? I like I Redfall a lot I hear more it's than pretty I like good Hell now. Too. Like it's I, know well. <laughs> I, know I really do. Um, so I hope more people get a chance to play it, but I, I really liked Redfall for what it is. It's not amazing, but it's it's not awful either. People are trying to make that game like it was like a four. It's, yeah, no, it no. It's it's, not, it's, it's not a, a I, I didn't get a chance me. to play Redfall either, but like I mean I've waited and now they have the sixty FPS mode now, right? So I don't know. I don't know if they do I, so. I don't know if it's sixty FPS or not. But it was 60 FPS on day one for me on PC, and that, yeah, was, I, that went a long again, way. Again, that this is a situation where I learned my lesson the hard way. My computer and, does uh, not have an RAM. Wait, Goldeneye? That was the other Game Pass game of the year for me. Like, we had Goldeneye. Oh, was, was, that, yeah. was that this year that that came? Yeah, or was that yeah. last year? Yeah, this year? No, it was this oh, year. Oh, I guess I did that this year then, too. Okay. that your subscription game? Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was in SO. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that was this awesome. year. Wow, that feels like forever ago. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So wrapping up, let's look ahead, uh, and let's look ahead at what the games that we're looking forward to in th- this upcoming year, and make some predictions. Before I do, before we do, Yarden, I oh, guess dang. listened to our old episode from last year, and wrote down the responses. And oh. I just wanted to take a moment to go through them for us to just get an idea of like where we were at last year when we did. This. I love this is, him for this. Yeah, like exactly. I would never do this. like 100%. I am not ever going to do this. But because <laughs> he did it, we will make this a part of the show. So mm-hmm. last year we had Sean, Haley, Dev, Rebecca, Delvin, and Donnie. And we, I, I don't know if this is a question or whatever, but at some point we talked about will this game release in 2023? And uh, I'm just, I'm not going to go through every one of them. Let's pick out a couple. Um, Hellblade 2. Rebecca said, yes, Hellblade 2 would release. That didn't come out, did it? It did not. Nope. No. It definitely did not. It, doesn't even, have a, did. it does, rest... doesn't even have a solid date next year. Just the yeah. 2024. Oh, actually, it was uh-huh. Rebecca and Sean thought it was coming out last year or this year. And the rest of us, the rest of the panel said no. Um, Lollipop Chainsaw Remake. Um... Let's see here. Haley said, I want it to. That's good. Like, I want it to come out. And the rest of us said no. And it's still no. Did I say I'm totally indifferent? Uh, Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And there's a couple of these. (laughs) Hang on. I'll go ahead and pull one of these out because uh, you told me at some point to stop making up games. Where was that? Okay. (laughs) Tim Saray's The Last Night. You, that, your response was stop making fake games, Donnie. Yeah, I remember, I remember that game. This was oh, like me. Uh, Persona 3 Remake. Uh, Delvin and Donnie both said it would come out in 2023. Everybody else said no. And I believe it's not out yet, right? It comes out like February. Next, next year. Yeah. Yeah. Next February. 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 Play Dad's next game. Uh, yes from Sean. No yes from Rebecca. Yes from Delvin. Yes from Donnie. Dev said. Are we done yet? Right. And the game is not out. It's not that's, announced. That's not, why he's not here. Yeah, we have no I don't idea. even know what that is. Why would that, I say yes? That explains there was concept everything. art. They released concept art of what Playdead's next game was going to be. 
We've, we've seen a picture, yeah. like an image, a still image three. of what it might be. Right. That quote explains no, exactly why Dad right is. Here. Play Dead is not State of Decay. Play oh, Dead well, is Limbo. Play Dead. Oh, Play Dead, okay. Play Dead is Limbo. Yes. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I'll throw Sean a bone here. Quake, id Software's next game. Would id Software release a game next year? Sean said yes, and it'll be Quake. Everybody else I said haven't. no. Uh, apparently, I put no, but I like the Quake idea. And not that I think this counts, but Quake Two Remastered. Quake, yeah, right. yeah, it counts. It's really close. Good job, Capri. Um, okay, I've got one more for Haley since you're here. I was trying to, I'm trying to pick and choose out of these so it don't take forever. Will Dragon Age Dreadwolf come out? The entire panel, but Haley said no. And Haley said the Dragon Age was on the way. That's not coming till 2035. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, at, at, yes. At this point. I, let me point out, they released uh, yet another 45-second trailer and goes full reveal coming summer 2024. Yeah, yeah, that game's not coming until 2025 at the earliest. Yeah, that game's not coming. Donnie, did we say anything about Metroid Prime? I wonder if I said it would come out this year. I think I no. probably would have said no. There's nothing on there about it. I just want oh, you to man. go through all the stupid things I said. That's well, hang on. Because it, as we get into what we're about to get into, last year we asked each other the same question. What will your favorite game be at this point next year? Haley said Alan Wake 2. Okay. Dev said Jedi Survivor. I don't know if that's his favorite game, but it's pretty close. Yeah. Rebecca said Tears of the Kingdom. No surprise. Good job. Delvin said Spider-Man 2 or (gasps) Forspoken. Wow. They're both on my list. And I said Assassin's Creed Mirage. Or Resident oh, Evil yeah. 4 remake. Okay. We got close uh, on one of them. One of them yeah, there. We cool. know we what we like. We I'm playing Mirage now. Mirage is not even on my list yet because I haven't beat it yet. I'm playing it now. I've been playing it for the last week. I like it a lot. I don't know yeah. if I like it enough to crack my top five, but I'm I'm in, I'm actually enjoying it. Um so with that out of the way, thank you, Yarden, so much for doing the homework. That's Good incredible. Job, like, yeah, incredible stuff. See you next um, week. I want to ask everybody, what game are you looking forward to next year? And since I read all this and talked, I'll go last. Haley, what games are you looking forward to next year? Uh, This is going to shock people, but uh, legally, I'm not allowed to say one of them. Um, Oh, God. What does that even mean? It means Suicide Squad is what it means. Yeah, it means Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. Thank you. I cannot say one of them. I can say it. She may not legally be able to say it, but I can say it. It means I signed an NDA. I cannot say it. Donnie said, fuck the law. (laughs) Fuck these people. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I give a shit about uh, these corpos. um, They're not going to come to you and get you in Canada. Yeah. And (laughs) they're like, where's Canada? You know, like, hey, I am not going to fuck with Coupe's lawyers, okay? They sent the Pinkertons after someone. I'm not. I'm not fucking with those lawyers. It'd be the greatest thing ever of PSVG. If we get acknowledged to the point that you could put handcuffs because of our podcast, <laughs> that'd be the best PR. Our damn downloads are going through the roof. Seriously. We got damn uh, out of Haley. She's like, yeah, I said it, and I'd say it again. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, Haley, you have no money. You're okay. <laughs> what are they going to do? Cool. Yeah, what are they going to do for you? She knows she doesn't. What are they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> eight bucks. I mean, yeah. No, that's, that's fine. I... You know, that's um, all of us. Yeah. That's not just yeah, you. I mean, what do you get from me? Broke. 
Like some like video practicing. game memorabilia, some controllers. <laughs> yeah, Best right, of exactly. luck, guys. No, what uh, are you gonna do? Yeah, Pick Optimus Prime for me. Good luck. Hundred percent. Right. No, uh, I'm, I'm very excited for for that game. Uh, it it's very sad that it's Conroy's last performance. So I'm very excited for that. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, um, Fallout 4 next-gen update got delayed. It was supposed to come out this year, but it's coming out next year. I'm excited to play that again. Uh, I imagine the main reason behind this delay was just to put it um, right next to the TV show that's coming Mm -hmm. in April. Um, I'm excited to see what's coming from other studios because we don't know a lot, but I will say one that I'm I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic for because... Donnie's right. It looks dated, but man, am I excited for Dragon's Dogma 2. That's coming in March. Oh, and that new Don't Nod game that got announced. That um, Yes. Banishes Ghosts of New Eden. That looks cool. No, I'm talking about Lost Records, the one that was just Oh, yeah, the the, the actual Life is Strange type. Whatever one here is talking about is the one I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm I'm down for both of those. Yeah. yeah, Banishers looks cool as well, but the one that I was specifically referencing was the one that just got announced. Um, we were just talking about this on Shaq, like maybe three weeks ago. I was saying it's about time for like a, the new Life is Strange game. Like it's about that, that time, yeah. and it's not Life is Strange, but it's it's, it's Life is Strange. Like that's it's like a Tell Me Why game. type thing. Where yeah, it's, basically it's like yeah, it's life the new is Life is Strange without it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I can't keep up. Is Deck Nine doing Life is Strange now? And don't yeah, not. Exactly. So, yeah, so usually. Let, yeah. Well, let me put it this way. Uh, don't not is not legally allowed to touch Life is Strange. Okay. In fact, Square, Square Deck Enix Nine is doing took the away expanse, right? Uh, they might be. Yes, is that what it's called? Yeah. I think so. So that might it might be a, a minute before we actually get like the quote unquote Life is Strange game. Well, the, the expanse yeah, is done. Be. Oh, is it done? Well, I mean, yeah, but like it just released, right? It released when it was October. Something yeah, like so like it just like they're not yeah. gonna have a Life is Strange game out yeah. in February. Yeah, it'll be a minute. Yeah, it's gonna be a minute. Yeah, 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 it makes sense. Yeah, but I'm gonna play that game too. I was excited to see that trailer for sure. That's a good. Oh, game. and also, uh, I'm just throwing this out there for shits and giggles. I don't know if it's gonna release, but that's when they moved to Lollipop Chainsaw Remake too, which is now a remaster. But I, yeah, it's I a still remaster. Want to like it's gotta come yeah. out at some point this year, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm down to play it again. Give me I'm Michael. Happy that Rosenbaum. It's a remaster. Like, don't mess yeah. it up. Don't make. Don't give, don't change too much. Give, give me Michael Rosenbaum as a severed head making jokes. I'm all in. Yeah. Yeah. Going. This first one I'm gonna say is gonna. Be a little shocking. It's gonna be shocking. It's not shocking podcast. It's not gonna be shocking, but it, I, I already know what's gonna come from it. <laughs> Based on who's on the show, the, the Last of Us Two Remaster, remake, oh, no. whatever it's called. I knew that was coming. I mean, I'm I'm gonna play that again <sighs> because I've chosen to take my bathroom breaks at inopportune times in this podcast. That's now valid. Your is valid. Not to Donnie, it is it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Yarden. We failed you. <laughs> but uh, that one, Alone in the Dark, which I'm excited for. I'm optimistic. Are you? One. Yes, I am. I'm, that looks so mid, man. It really does. Like, like I want to love it, but like it just doesn't look like it. it's deserving of such. It looks like my type of <laughs> thing. looks like a <laughs> solid Kyle's over here losing his shit. That's look, true. That's I true. See, it is, it see, is that I, game. I was a Alone in the Dark fan like when it first came out. Like the original Same. one. Like the, what was it? Was that the eighties? Like the early nineties? Oh no, no, not sorry, not that one. No, I'm, you I'm were you were like the, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I was like yeah, a not the eighties. Jesus, the eighties. I was born in eighty-seven. Like definitely yeah. not then. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> I just love I, the fact that like Donnie. I feel like Donnie thinks that every time Delvin says something, he's just lying. Like he's just lying about like, what he wants. Like that can't be it. That can't and, be. And, and the funny can't thing about it is, be true. And, and the funny thing about it, is he knows my taste. He yeah. knows it's true. Yeah. It's just, it's just that's why i can have these atlantis room everybody's being polite they're like don't hate on delvin like fuck those opinions okay <laughs> that, is, that is very accurate <laughs> you can tell who doesn't listen to psvg right yeah yeah this is very accurate <laughs> you guys don't understand how this works no i i totally understand how it works it's just very different being here for it like it's a very different vibe like here's what i like that is like fuck that fuck no that. like something better delvin <laughs> Hey, it's the same thing when when Delvin and I go go ham on superhero stuff on the podcast. Donnie's like, "Fuck off!" Hey, I'm gonna get that damn. I'm gonna get that Suicide Squad game probably when the offline mode comes. But like, I, yeah. I we talked about it when the trailer came out. Me and Dev were yeah. like, looks "Dude, fun. this looks fun. <laughs> like, it looks really fun. looks good." And yeah, I'm interested. Again, I I cannot legally say I'm not gonna play a Shark Boy or whatnot, yeah. but like. You know, I'll pick another one of the cool characters and like, yeah, they, they can go fight Superman or whatever. King Shark, sir. King whatever Shark. Whatever is fucking called. It is, it is I'm now call shark, shark Boy. You remember that Super Bowl? I'm going to call him Left Shark. That's who he is oh, from yeah. now on. He's Left Shark. So. Yeah. He looks good. I, I do remember that Super Bowl. Oh, Persona, Persona 3 Reloaded. I'm Heck yeah. Nice. Yeah. Because I, I never See, played Persona 3. And, and that one. Okay. It's so a cool one. Here's my thing. And Garrett knows this all too well. Too many game pass. Ooh. If they had yeah. actually put yeah. in the female playable character for this, I'd play it too. But nope, they decided to throw that right out the window and just stick with the one protagonist. So that is guess what? My, my desire to play that game goes right in the trash. Persona 3 is the only Persona game that I've actually seen like the majority of because I dated a girl that loved Persona and I watched her play Persona. Like We kind of played it together. Right. So that'd be like the one that I'd have really any interest in, um, yeah. but I still I can't I can't get through them all. Yeah, too I, slow I for me. Yeah, yeah, too slow. I get it. They're fun though. Persona games are great. But Game Pass, get on Game Pass, Devin. Game Pass Day One, right there. Get the ally. You're set. Yeah. You got Steam Deck mm-hmm. preloaded with Windows. You're you're good. He does not have that. That is not I a know. thing. That he has. I don't think he'll understand that. Is, that. No, no he does either. not understand that. He is literally looking at you like. <laughs> I won't what the fuck He has an ally, and his only reason for having an ally is Game Pass. Like he's just got a whole system for that. Yeah. He's like, oh, I fixed it. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Problem solved. <laughs> like, to be I clear, it. I didn't have to buy the ally. I have, okay, that's good. that's good. It's nice. Yeah, they show up for free. Delvin lives a charmed life. That's you know, that's my dude. You know, he brings the pipe. When these people just show up <laughs> with an RFG ally shit to give it to them, my man Delvin's getting done. Yeah, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you. You know, he's yeah. getting this shit done when she's like, "What's that $700 handheld? I'm getting it for you." Yeah, that, that you know, happens. he's he's getting it. Insanity. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like okay. everybody at PSVD is like, "What is happening?" Like, like we've like they're like, "This is the network we're part of." Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, y'all lay the pipe. Wouldn't y'all happen any other way. Yeah. Wouldn't happen any other way. Wow, PSVG's changed a bit since the last Christmas oh show. God. <laughs> okay, hey man, I'll pick we, back we, off we of that. 
Oh, you're picking back off of me laying the pipe? Good job. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to make a talking vagina. <laughs> Guys, we're on hour three. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go. All right. We're almost Persona there. Theory, Persona Theory Load is probably my most anticipated game next year, along with Dragon's Dogma 2, Avowed. And I know this is not coming out next year, but Judas, I'm very much looking forward to. Kevin yes. Levin's forgot about game. that one. Yeah. yeah Judas. Good list. Cool. That looks great. All right, current list, Helldivers 2, Pacific Drive, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Tales of Akinzara, The Plucky Squire, No Rest for the Wicked, yes. Rise of Rodin, and Hades 2, question mark. Mm, maybe. Uh, so that, that has its early access date confirmed for 2024 as of right now, but I do believe early so access song. will be PC only. <laughs> Henceforth, the question mark. Yeah. Bex? Um, uh, I am looking forward to playing uh, the Thousand Year Door remake. Next yes. Year. Oh, oh yeah. definitely. Yes. That's yeah. a great one. Is it? And, and uh, <laughs> fuck all the rest of the one game. <laughs> Mina the Hollower, if it releases next year. Oh, that'd be cool. Haunted Chocolatier, if it releases next year. Uh, the Plucky Squire, if it releases next year. Yeah. Some indies. Okay. What about the people? I hit y'all yeah. with some. My number one game for next year should not come to any surprise, and that's Hellblade. But I am very much looking forward to Thousand Year Door, Prince of Persia, Mario vs. Donkey Kong, the Tomb Raider Collection, the Princess Peach game. I'll throw you one for a loop. John Carpenter's Toxic Commando. Oh, that, dude, that, game, that, that game. That game looks great, but man, that original trailer did not run well. Uh, no Rest for the Wicked. That's uh, oh, my that favorite trailer that I've seen. So, yeah. yeah, that looks incredible. Uh, and then, so again, I throw this out there. All these Game Pass games I've been waiting on for fucking ever. Hopefully, 2024 brings me Stalker 2 replaced and routine for th- Jesus. Get these yeah, damn sure. games out already. Um, Slitterhead, Banishers, uh, Sword of the Sea, Space Marine 2, and Cat Quest 3. There you go. Go yeah. list. Yeah. Okay. Um, these can all be kind of put together. Um, what's your biggest wish for 2023? Or and let's just start there. Like, hang on, scrap everything I just said. Just what's your biggest wish for 2023? If you could will or- a game into existence, what is it? Infamous remake. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Parasite remake. 100%. Okay. All right, cool. A Fallout. top-down Zelda game. Oh, that would be cool. Fallout 3, New Vegas remake. That Please. might also become too. Uh, my biggest wish is a game that I know in theory exists, but I want it to be good, and that's I hope Stellar Blade comes out, and it's awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah, that me too. Good. I also want that too. I want that game to be awesome too. Ass, right? Is the right game? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that is. fucking right. Yeah. I was that's the game, that's man. That game Maybe not that. Right? Like, yes. that's, that's the yes. game. I remember yeah. that game. Bakery. The ass game. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah I would love nothing more than the new NCAA football game be amazing. Oh yeah, I don't oh, think yeah, it's going to be. True. But I really would love nothing more than it to. It is. They say it's coming. Yep, summer yeah. 2024. Yeah. So, wrapping up the show, we asked the same question we asked last year. What do you think your favorite game in 2023 will be? Now, here's the here's the, I'm going to give you a caveat this year that we didn't do last year. I want you to give me what your favorite game is going to be this year, but then I want you to give me a sleeper pick. 
what do you think like has a chance to be now it's got to be a sleeper don't give me your second favorite game give me a sleeper something literally out on the on the periphery that you're like if this hits this could it could be there so just to be clear, we are talking 2024, right? Because I'm sorry. You said 2024. Yeah, I'm sorry. 20, I didn't change yeah. the date. Yep, 2024. Yeah. I read okay. the teleprompter. Yeah. So, yeah, 2024. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so you want both then, right? Yep. Okay. Um, I, I think my favorite game of next year may end up being Suicide Squad based on what we know was announced um yeah. and sleeper hit uh i'm honestly gonna go with lollipop remake like that's nice. not even like a that's not even me picking like that would be my second it's just like if it hits it could mm-hmm. end up there sure okay all right i think my game of the year will be final fantasy 7 rebirth and my sleeper. Hmm, that's hard because no. You know what? I'm gonna go um Suicide Squad. Okay. Is that a sleeper for you? Yeah, definitely. Superhero yeah. game? I wasn't expecting it like that one. Okay. All right. Cause it's cause it's multiplayer and all that other stuff. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this is a hard one. What I think could be my game of the year next year is Avowed. Uh, I've been super amped for it ever since they showed the trailer. Um, a sleeper hit, I think, could be the next Pokemon Legends, whatever that game Ooh. would that be. I, I like that you're going go with it. an unannounced idea. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Um, so I think genuinely my pick will be something that I don't that doesn't have a date yet. Marquee Sony first party game. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Anything but, that anything that they do. Yes, anything yes. they do, that's gonna be number one. But so then with that, with games that are announced, I'll pick I think Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Um sleeper pick though, uh Cat Quest Pirates of the Caribbean will be my yeah. sleeper pick. My super dredge overlap. Pick. We saw the boat and shit. I'm like, I'm yeah. down for this. I know, I'm yeah. totally in. I'm totally uh, in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, the super sleeper pick, though, we're going to go with Foam Stars. Let's go. Oh, oh no. Uh, oh, no. Oh, we I, almost I can totally got see you. 2023 without that. hearing it again. Damn it, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that my game of the year next year is going to be something that we don't know exists yet, something that has not been announced yet. Which two launch title? Maybe. Go. Maybe. And then I think my sleeper pick, something that I'm not even planning on buying right now, but will probably somehow get roped into doing a review or whatever for, is the the Princess Peach Showtime. Yes. Go. I don't even have any interest in it. But that's Peach and a chef off it and make her make sandwich and Rebecca's going to lose her shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I also just want to make a prediction about Metroid Prime 4. I think we're going to see it for the first time next year. Nice. And I think it's going to come out in 2025. Okay. I'll piggyback up putting together the note When you're putting together the notes for next year, Yarden, that's my Metroid Prime prediction. I'll piggyback off your prediction because I've said this before. I think we're going to see Gears this year. Oh, I do yeah. think we're going to see the next installment of Gears. I think Xbox is going to show the next Gears of War at some point before the end like of the year. It. Um, 
I think Hellblade would be my game of the year pick um, at the moment. My sleeper pick is possibly um, trying to think. Could be a tie. And I'm just going to go with these. I've been enamored with Stalker 2 and Plucky Squire since I've seen them. It's just yeah. the way, just visually everything that I've seen, I'm like, that looks like my jam. I never even played Stalker 1, and what I've learned about Stalker since, it doesn't look anything remotely like anything that I would like. But for whatever reason, the marketing and the trailers and this and the images that we've seen for Stalker 2 really speak to me. So I'm very, very interested in those games. Um, so that's supposed to be the end of the show, but I, I just... I just mentioned Switch 2, and I feel remiss. I feel like we have to talk about it at least a little bit. We are on the precipice of a system release, we think. Right? We all think across the yeah. board. We all yeah. think. I don't know about yeah. that. You don't You don't know? I'm just oh, I'm no. messing with you. I'm messing <laughs> okay. With you. Um, so I just wanted to, since we only do this once a year, uh, how do you guys feel about the Switch 2? Does anybody have anything they want to say? Ho- anything you're hoping to see? Anything at all? I want to get it in before we close down the um, let let me just point out that if I have to choose between PS5 Pro or Switch 2, uh, PS5 Pro wins. Sorry. All right. That's that's fair. I'm gonna say I'm going to Switch 2. Like, my PS5 is good enough. <laughs> like, is there anything yeah, that you're yeah, looking for way. though? Like, is there anything that you're hoping to see from this this next system? It Give needs a- to stay hybrid. Yes, I agree, definitely. I, agree that. I think I think that's a given, but. What I want to yeah, see, I won't get. Give him no I, I don't know, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The damn could show up with a tablet for all we know. Like, like yeah. what? Oh, what I want to see, remote. I won't, I won't oh, get. Watch. It's, yeah, it's not depending on the hardware. It's they depending on game and watching shit and start releasing yeah. games individually, and so like, you've yes. never uh, any idea about them. <laughs> but yes, it would what make I, sense that they keep that going. Yeah. Yes. What What I want to see uh, would be a Pokemon game that runs well, and that's luck, more or less. Yeah, that's yeah, on, too much. You dream, Ellie. Really. That's, yeah, exactly. that's exactly. You dream. That, that's exactly that. what I said. <laughs> yeah. Switch three, maybe. Yeah. yeah, you know what? If they put yeah. Pokemon, they could put Pokemon Yellow out on Switch Two, and that might run. Hey, well. maybe. hey, you know what? If maybe. Pokemon Yellow, I, maybe, maybe, <laughs> like if they put out Pokemon Yellow and it runs fantastic, you know mm. what? I'm, I'm probably. There. I'm dying for Switch Two, which is not any shocker. I've been dying for Switch no. Two since 2018, so yeah. like I am dying for Switch Two. Um, I want it to be fully backwards compatible, and then I am all in, like literally yeah. from day one. So there you go. Yeah, Me too. that makes I can't sense. Wait. I think uh, uh, the one thing that could make me jump in on a Switch 2 on day one is, I guess this is a game I'd will into existence too, that I think I want, but actually maybe I don't want, is an HD 2D remake of Chrono Trigger. Ooh. Oh, that'd be cool. Ooh, I mean, that's a yes, system seller. Please. Yes, please. I want that damn HD 2D remake of Dragon Quest to show up already. The Dragon yeah. Quest 3. Yeah. The damn yeah. thing. Yeah. Next year. Um, be nice if Wind Waker finally came up with fucking Switch. I think we speculated so much, Donnie, on this Super Switch Switch for years, for years, and we're we kind of have an understanding of what it is now. It's going to be a very and what it's not going to be, and what it's not going to be. It's not going to be a 4K machine at all. Not going to. I don't Um, think it's going to be a Steam Deck killer or an Ally killer or anything. No, no, no. It's It's not going to be that either. It's going to be on par, maybe around there. Um, If you're thinking 30 FPS, yeah, sure. Yeah, 30 FPS. Yeah, and. I, I, at least for me, it's like if there's a killer exclusive game on Switch 2, then maybe I'll go for the system. But Mario right now, Kart I'm, X. X going to give it to my you. Goodness. Yeah. I, I'm not planning on getting Switch 2 day one um, just because, you know, I, I don't 
really feel compelled to get a just a fancier tablet for all my switch games my switch you don't even know if that's what it is it could be like a like a amazing thing that does everything you've ever wanted and 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 hoped i really just get the system for the games and it's really just maybe it'll have all of the games that you want maybe it'll have a new fire emblem maybe yeah yeah if it gets a new fire emblem i love that rebecca immediately she's like whoa (laughs) how can you say you're not getting something day one that hasn't even been announced yet well, I'm telling you, Rebecca, that based on the conjecture, I only get the games. I, I only get the system if the exclusives are there. If they're not there for me, if I'm not interested oh. in it, then I'm not going to probably get the what system. What if it one prints one. out a hundred dollar bill Day every time fire you play emblem. a game? Rebecca, Rebecca's out here trying to sell like yeah, she's no, getting like, going. I love it. I, love it, I don't Rebecca. even know what that means. You just Shaq, don't know. Rebecca, I'm not saying. I don't line. even know if I'll get it day one. I don't. How can you say I that? Do. It doesn't even exist. I do. Dylan and I do. We're getting there. We're there. Aren't we're we, there. Okay. We're one. there. We're in. Day yeah, zero. You guys are in. I, I'm not. So I need a pass for GTA you. Trilogy on Switch, and I am in. Yeah, like that's, oh, that's my my, that's my bar for entry is so low. <laughs> <laughs> it's so low. <laughs> They're like 60 FPS Breath of the Wild. Here's the money, there Nintendo. You go. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I'll take two. <laughs> I'm in. Um, all right. So that's it. That's our PSVG wrap up of 2023. Thank you all to the panelists that joined the show, that signed up for the show. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. I definitely appreciate your three hours and 15 minutes. Thank you so much. And uh, PSVG listeners, we hope that you've enjoyed the show. You better wish have. you the merriest of Christmases. And may your stockings and presents under the tree be filled with games and controllers and everything you could want. Um, we hope that this show is everything that you wanted it to be to fill you in until we come back. Uh, first show is what Delvin? Uh, January third, I think. Third, we will third. be back PSVG proper, and then Shaq will take over directly after, and uh, that's Sunday. So uh, we look forward to seeing you again in 2024. And uh, again, one more time, reminders: we've got new folks that are going to be joining sometime this year. I don't know who they are yet, but we've got guests. They're lined up. We've 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 I've done a database. I've an Excel spreadsheet. I got people that we will be putting on shows. And uh, hopefully we'll inject a little new blood in 2024. So uh, hopefully you hear some new voices. I just want to thank all of our listeners for a wonderful 2023. Thank you for making it great. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for spending your time listening with us. So that's it. We'll see you next year. Yarden, get your notes down and we'll catch you Christmas 2024 to see what we got wrong. Uh, This is probably just mostly wrong. wrong. (laughs) Mostly what we got wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's it. Bye-bye. Jesus. Bye.